0: All right, so my podcast tonight is back with uh, Jackie Pletch. She was my very first podcast, and uh, so now she's my twenty-third podcast. That's number twenty-three now. And uh, like I was saying, we got a brand new table, and and uh, hopefully, I'm refining the uh, podcast system a little bit better than the the very first one. The very the with very the
1: cardboard th- table that. Yes, right. I, did. yeah. That was
0: I can't remember what <laughs> what I was on, but it was terrible. And uh noisy as can be. It was
1: noisy. And, and the cat was jumping around <laughs> and the dog was walking over. Right. We've come a long
0: way, Bill. Right, right. <laughs> that, that and then uh in the first podcast, somehow your microphone didn't work. Didn't so work. I had to take the audio from YouTube and like I had to put uh, it's so stupid. I had to put the these microphones next to the TV playing the YouTube video so I could get an dub audio it over. version. Yes, you so. see, now
1: you're an engineer. Isn't no, that awesome? Not, not,
0: a, <laughs> not a good way to do it. Uh, so anyway, so hopefully we're, I'm making some progress as far as the quality goes. And uh, I hope to keep, you know, doing that. But, um, so there's not a lot that's gone on. And our, the, the, the gist that I came away with, um, with the podcast and, and every podcast I do, like, I always feel like, uh. I don't know, kind of like a little bit of like a euphoria, like a a really good feeling about like, it's nice to have a conversation, like a real conversation with somebody where you can look at him and talk to him and have a full out, now I'm not typing characters. I'm not, you know, none of that bullshit. And it's not like I'm waiting for your response. And it's, it's, it's like an off the cuff conversation. It's good to connect the human being and, um, you know, learn something because like in the first, I guess, like I was a moron. I I didn't know anything. All I knew was the questions I was going to ask. I did right. a little bit of research, and then I wanted, I didn't, shit, I did not know the difference that there was a difference between the hospital and the home. Like, I thought they were kind of one and the same, like, right. like you know, an arm right. of the right. other one or whatever like that. But, um, so, now, when we first talked, your dad was probably at the home for, what, five, six months or something like that, or three months or something? Oh, oh, so it was a little it, while, it, right? He had
1: been there for almost a year, I think, the first time that we talked. Really? Okay, was, okay. He, he moved in there in March of 2018. Okay, okay. Beginning of perfect, March, twenty eighteen.
0: Right. So well, yeah, we talked in the spring. Yeah, so so something like that, close to it. Right. Uh, and then now, sadly, your dad has passed. Yeah. Um, in, July? in July, and now it was cancer. It was uh, which one? Uh, he was pancreatic. diagnosed with
1: stage four pancreatic
0: cancer. Okay. All right.
1: Now, well,
0: I'm gonna sneeze here. Uh, Allergy season. <laughs> I have no allergies. I just don't have season, but uh. So he uh, he he was diagnosed with a pancreatic cancer. Now, obviously, that's nothing to do with the hospital's care. That was probably something that was latent with the maybe the Asian orange or something. Do they have any way to like, trace there, that?
1: There is a list of approved illnesses for Asian orange. Cancer okay. is on it. Um, bladder cancer is the number one cancer that Vietnam veterans get that were exposed to Asian orange. Um, it's real common. A a lot of guys, a lot of guys come, come down with bladder cancer. Okay. Um, there's diabetes, uh, bladder cancer. There's a skin, uh, Condition that okay. my father had. there There's probably five or six things, and if I were better prepared, I'd have that list. But You're I'm right, not. That's,
0: right. that's not a problem
1: um, But just... out of out of the five, my my father had four uh, oh. absolutes. Okay, they were on the list for the. Yeah, yes. For the okay. So, uh, if you don't mind, I'll just tell you what happened. yeah you yeah, go, go. Um. So we noticed my father was were were, we're pledges were healthy eaters, obviously. Yeah, really. Right, right. <laughs> And my father was no different. You know, we had dinner, and, and he, he would eat a huge steak and be thrilled. And I started to notice when I was bringing him his food he wasn't eating. Okay. He'd have a couple bites, and, eh, I'm done. Eh, eh, eh. Okay, what's wrong with you? Yeah, right, right, right. Um, but, you know, older people, especially people in, in wheelchairs, you know, your temperatures don't regulate quite the same way no, a sure, lot sure. of us. Well, now mine's – so a guy that, is spinal, right right. right right a guy that's
0: paralyzed from his waist down he's got perfect body temperature he sweats he does all that stuff my paralysis level is above where that sensory organ is at in your body so I don't so, so my don't. body somehow doesn't know that it's like ninety eight degrees
1: so you outside. have to be really careful when you I do heat. I'm
0: dumping water on myself it's and stuff right. like that yeah.
1: Yeah. well uh, older people that don't move as much and my dad wasn't old my dad was sixty nine so that's yep. not old no. Not
0: in my books, at least. It, but now, in your family, is that old? Because cancer is like a game changer, right? So, like, it is. you throw everything out the window with like the age of your family. But like, my grandmother's ninety three or something, and she's still doing fine. And you know, my grandmother was the the sweetest person. Like, she was. I'm the oldest grandchild. Uh, well, no, I'm the oldest grandchild from my my grandma was married a bunch of times. So, but. I spent a lot of time with them as a kid and she was like pretty much convinced that she was going to be dying this summer when she was like, you know, 50. 71 <laughs> or not, not even, it was, it was probably something like, yeah, it was like 30 years ago. She's like, right. better give Grammy a hug because you know, I'm going to be gone like, Be gone tomorrow, yeah, anytime now. Right, uh, And she's, you know, still out, out there doing what she does. Uh, so, you know, and then my mom's, you know, really healthy and stuff like that. So like, I think that in my family, there's people that live a very long time. I don't know how your family is with
1: that. My father's family, most of them, very poor. I mean, really, he came from extremely humble beginnings. Sure. Um, and, of course, poor people don't live as long. Um, they don't have and the kind diet. of nutrition. Sure. They don't, sure. it, it's just a fact of life. Yeah. Um, so the people in his family did not did not survive for very long, okay. um, including my grandmother, who died when she was, I think, 61. Okay. So Cancer. So cancer r- ran in the oh, family. So go. it right. did. I, I will say that, you know, sure. cancer does. And, and cancer's hereditary. So right. who knows where, where he got it.
0: Yeah, most likely, five.
1: yes, most likely care. it was caused by his Agent Orange right. exposure. Right. But regardless, um, my point being, circulation, when you're in a wheelchair all day long and you're not moving, you you're cold you get cold because yep. your blood's Life's not
0: flowing stuff like
1: so he would always be really heavily dressed lots of layers lots of sweatshirts and i'd be like good god are you not dying and, oh i'm fine. i'm fine. so i didn't notice the weight changes because you know he never had since he went into the home i never had to dress him or help him bathe or sure, sure, they did sure, all sure. that right so one. i noticed one. that he's you know that he's not eating But we also had changed some of his prescriptions and I thought, well, all right, some of those drugs, you know, they, they mess with you and maybe his appetite's not there. I didn't think a whole lot of it. Um, And then we had his birthday party and one of my girlfriends, Missy said, your dad's not okay. You see him often. I am telling you, I only see him once every couple months. That makes a
0: big difference, right?
1: And he's not okay. And I was like, oh, okay. I, you know. Now I'm firing, you know, in the brain. I'm like, well, all right, I'll, I'll talk to the doctors and, and see what we can do. So I went straight to the, the VA doctor. Now, the, these are the things that you learn. The doctors that are at the retirement homes in the Veterans Administration, they are contracted. They are not VA doctors. Okay. And the government does not recognize them as such, even though... They're the guys that are hired to take care of the veterans. At the end of the day, their diagnosis means nothing. Well, they need to go to a veterans hospital. Now I feel like I need to be very, very clear that there are differences between the VA hospital like Heinz and a VA establishment like Mantino Veterans Home. Right. Okay. Mantino Veterans Home is state run, it's not federal. Um, it's contracted out. it's it's a retirement home. you go there because you cannot take care of yourself anymore and your family can't take care of you. It's just like any other sure. retirement home or nursing home I should say. Heinz Veterans Hospital is connected to Loyola. They have excellent doctors you get I would assume most people get excellent care there. We went for care there for 20 years before we went to Mantino and never had any issues right. So you are apples and oranges when you're talking about those two different things. Okay. I'm talking about my experience at the home.
0: The home right. Which where is what we'll focus on today because that's obviously right. where everything turned. That's where
1: everything turned. Right. right, right. Um, so back to my story. So I, I go to the veterans, the nurse's station, and I say, hey, you know, Bruce, uh, you know we need to check him out. Okay. We'll, we'll look into it. I said, he's not eating. Oh, he's not eating? No, he's not eating. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll check into it. Well, but a week later, I really noticed that he he really wasn't eating. And I'm like, hey, did we did we talk to the doctors about any of this? What what's going on? No, no, nah, you know, yeah, I, the, we we kind of mentioned it to the doctor. Well, blah, 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 blah. This blah, you're
0: blah. talking to a I'm uh, talking
1: to a nurse, a nurse. at the yeah. veteran's home. Right. Um, so then I called the head nurse because it's like, okay, well, I'm not getting anywhere. Um, obviously, I need to make it a point that I'm concerned, and they need to check this out right, right. so the head nurse, of course goes running down to the ward and what's going on with Bruce the family's concerned and they weighed him and they only weigh them once a month and in one month twenty two days exactly he had lost thirty six pounds. Oh, wow. so that was alarming of course, that's alarming right, right. no Something no I wish I could do it a drop of a hat mm-hmm. but yeah, your technically is isn't your, a good thing. But your dad was a guy that was a thick kind
0: of a bigger oh God, guy. Yeah. Right, no, right, we are you know, like,
1: we're all right, thick
0: right. people. Right. I when I like I um, you know, bought you guys house with you guys right. and when I saw him two months before that when we started looking and then when we when we bought at the closing, I noticed that he had lost like, and I was I was actually happy about it. I was like, "Hey, that's great because he had moved into the home,
1: right? And I he was thought, eating better, and right, and right. probably that's exactly what that was.
0: So um, I mean, does it, but but do you write off any of that to like they thought that they were doing good? Like you know he was progressing a that lot. That is what the nurse guy. said
1: to me because of course they tell me that he's lost that kind of weight and I flip. Yeah, I'm like, right, right.
2: that's too. Much. Nobody
1: loses that kind yeah. of weight. I said people that have bariatric surgery don't lose weight like that fast. Yes. How did you not, you people undress him, you yeah, pick yeah. him up and put him in bed, you shower him. Mm-hmm. Who didn't notice this? Because this is not okay.
0: Right, right, right. And, and I was your, told... Your dad, we explained too, that your dad would have good days. And like at the closing, he said, hi, Bill, and started talking to me. And then 20 minutes later, he's like, who are you? Right. So... Yeah,
1: he had definite But I mean, what I'm saying issues. is
0: the, the, the onus couldn't be on him to be like, hey, Jackie... I'm losing a lot of weight. Right. I'm skinnier than I've been in a real long time because he's probably not thinking along right. those
1: and lines. And he's, you know, he's a guy. What guy do you know that's all that concerned with your health? No, no, no. No. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, he was a guy's guy. Just whatever. Uh, yeah, It's fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, my stomach hurts. I don't know what's wrong with me. My stomach hurts. Yeah. So, you know, the nurses said just that. Well, we just thought, you know, he got this new glucometer which was because he had diabetes, which is on the, on sure, eight, sure, the sure, orange. Sure. um, they were sticking him so many times in the fingers and giving him so much insulin that they finally requested this thing go on his stomach permanently. That then it was really cool. Would go to his phone and tell him what his blood sure, sugars were. Yep, and sure, sure. very nice. I could also find out what his blood sugar was. He wasn't thrilled about that because then I'd be on the phone. What are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. no milkshakes today. Yeah. Right. Um, but unfortunately, being Bruce, being who he was, he didn't take very good care of himself. He didn't watch the fact that he had diabetes, and he had, full blown. I mean, it mm-hmm. was so he was taking a lot of insulin, and insulin is also one of the biggest um, side effects of insulin is um, pancreatic cancer.
0: Oh wow!
1: So, I and that's that. a thing people don't know that I yeah. didn't know that until so after my so father sure. was diagnosed. Right. Um, but anyway, so he, they're telling me, we just thought that he was watching because his blood sugars were apparent all the time to him. And we just thought he was watching what he was eating and he was losing weight. Right. Nah, right. Okay. He was but was not, not that Not 36, not right. 36 pounds. No, and if you no, know Bruce, no. you, you, I'm going to tell you bullshit. Yeah. Like, right, period. Right right, right. right. But regardless, that's what they told me. Um, now that they know something's not okay, they're going to send him, they're going to get tests and do ultrasounds and. They called me and they said, "Listen, we think he has diverticulitis, which is a pretty common, you know, not not the end of the world kind of thing. It's not fun, um, and you have to manage it." But okay, so the nurse then called me back and said, "You know what? Doctor was going to wait a couple weeks to get the ultrasound machine here to do an ultrasound of his stomach, but I talked him into sending him over to Riverside to have the test done." Yeah, and I was like, "Okay, do I need to leave work? Do I need to be there? Nah." He's just going for a test. You're fine. All right. So four o'clock. Now that was at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Ambulance is already on its way to take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, four o'clock that afternoon. Which is good. I call. That's the reason he's at the hospital. Exactly. At the home. Kind of care. So I call four o'clock in the afternoon. I call him on his cell phone. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, I'm still in the hospital. I'm like, what the hell are you doing still in the hospital? What are you talking about? Well, they're admitting me. Why? Well, they told me I have bladder cancer. Oh. And I... I Okay, first of all, why have I not I not been informed? Why has nobody called me? I, you have a you have records that show that you're not mentally capable of handling these kinds of things on your own. Sure. And the VA knows that. I'm like, where's the nurse that went with you for the test? Oh, they didn't send anybody with me. Okay, so you were sent to the hospital with everybody knowing all of this yeah, about you mentally, and knowing but, who you are and. But. You're sent there by yourself, and here it is six hours later, and nobody's even checked on you yet, or called me to say you're still there. Okay, so now I'm I'm a little upset, mm-hmm. but okay. Bladder cancer. It's not like we didn't see that coming. We knew maybe eventually that could be a, the case.
0: Right. Which seems like something you'd be looking for then, if that was the case too. Right. right. Like- so
1: bladder cancer. Okay. Worst case scenario, they take your bladder. You get the bag awful terrible but you'll be okay right you're at a home that will help you with all of those things it's going to be okay sure so I get to the hospital and now it's this point it's 6 30 at night because I work in Mokina I've got to get down to Kankakee so I get get to his room and there's a nurse there and I'm like okay somebody needs to tell me what's happening what's going on with my father we can't tell you what do you mean you can't tell me well the doctor's not here I said,
0: listen, oh, so you know, it's bad.
1: Then. I'm like, listen, right. he told me he has cancer of the bladder. You need to tell me what's going on because he doesn't understand and he can't relay that information to me. I need to know what's happening here.
0: Right.
1: Well, I can't tell you. I'm legally not allowed to tell you what I can do is turn the computer on and let you read the doctor's notes. So I look at the computer I'm like whatever this is ridiculous i'm his power of attorney i'm you know all those right. things but whatever so i look at the computer and it says pancreatic cancer stage right. four
0: which is well even if I, from what i understand with pancreatic cancer and i understand it because my uncle had that and he was gone uh he was and i think they, they caught it sort of early but he was a few months and he was gone but you know he was hoping to get six months out of it and i don't think
1: he quite made that the best case scenario is typically six months. Okay. Everybody sees Alec Trebek on T V and thinks, Oh, pancreatic cancer isn't as terrible as you think. Sure. No, sure. When you're a millionaire, it's probably yes. a little better. He is the exception to the rule. Most people who are diagnosed with that are, are gone within three three months. Most are actually gone within a month. Yeah. It's it's a very fast
0: And your dad was. It was like It was fast. Right. I remember seeing that post and then, whoa, holy cow, he, he was gone. He was gone.
1: He yeah. we got that diagnosis on June 13th, he was gone by July 5th. Yeah. So, and the hell that transpired between those two dates was, this is where it's like, okay, our first podcast when we talked about VA healthcare and, and the veterans and what they deserve, um, I was very positive because so far our experiences have been pretty positive. Not all positive, but pretty positive you ain't?
0: were surprisingly positive to me i was expecting a worse scenario as right. far as it goes i was actually the one i left the podcast like well i'm glad that the the care that he's getting is good Isn't And i good mean it's, it's case by case we're, we're in no way saying that we know we're not doing case studies on thousands of no. of
1: people i can we're talk to st- you about what i know about what i went right, through right, right, right what i see yeah. when when i'm sitting yeah. in the waiting rooms and and you should know i my father was not married. It was he and I, for all those years, I went with every doctor's sure, appointment. Sure. I sat at Heinz and waited in waiting rooms for neurologists and psychologists. And I did this for a long time. So although I am not a doctor and I am not necessarily, you know, a, a veteran, I'm not a veteran, but, right. um, you can't tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about because I lived that Right Right, right.
0: And then, you know, we had that uh, a friend of mine, Rochelle, um, caught the podcast 25 minutes in and the last one. And she had a completely different, which you could I can I can totally understand. Right. If you came into a conversation a half hour into it and then you listened to a half hour of the conversation, you could totally come away with a different gist of what was going on. Right. Than what she did, I you know, like I said before the podcast, she's she's a real sweetheart. She's you know, uh, as far as I know her, has always been a really nice person. But she was offended or upset with what we had said on um, the last one, and I was taken back because, like I said, I I was pleasantly like I'm an idiot, like I like I don't know anything about any of this stuff. All I'm doing is sitting here learning from each person that sits down across from me. Like I try and do some research. I mean, the last guy the hear it's here, Tom. With the opioid epidemic, I probably did the most research I've ever done on that because I wanted to be, make sure my right, you wanted to participate
1: in the conversation, right? right. We're,
0: we're, we're clear, and it was a really important one because I think that some people could be, you know, save their family a lot of trouble and everything else if they knew, right? This and my whole
1: say. reason for being here with you is just that, right? Um, right. Right. like I said, my dad worked at Heinz Veterans Hospital for years 35 years, he put in there before right. he had to retire because of his illness. Um, their social workers are phenomenal. Their doctors are Loyola doctors. They're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We got great care up at Heinz. Yeah, right. um, but not everybody, I mean, you got you to gotta think, when you're thinking about veterans, you got to think about the guys that live in Quincy and live in Murfreesboro. So it's too far,
0: right to drive. Heinz sure.
1: is not a readily available place. Right. And I know a, a few
0: veterans people, that absolutely... From when I talk to them about, like, they're like, yeah, I got to go to the VA for this or so or test on this. And I'm like, and I've asked them in the past, well, you know, how's the VA? How's that? And they're like, well, it's good and it's great because it's free. Like, that's their right. favorite part. And of, they deserve like, that. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. No, no, no. I wouldn't ever think that anything, anything different than that. But part of the wonderfulness of it is that they're not, they're not worried about their healthcare. Bankrupting them because they can just go get their healthcare. Which, you know, I I I think that the veterans deserve that over anyone else. If you can't do anything else, but we live in a country where a guy makes eleven billion dollars in a year, other people should be able to have universal health. There should be single payer system in this country. Everyone should get health care. That
1: healthcare should not be something that you have to worry about.
0: Well, I shouldn't lose my house because I got hurt or I got and sick.
1: You shouldn't die because you can't afford a medication. Right. It's, it's, it's not human. It's not right. Obviously. Not in a country
0: like, if it, listen, it was here. A, right. <laughs> if it was a country where we didn't have any money and barely anybody was getting by. I get it. Okay. That's maybe a thing that's a little bit extra, but we live in a country where the Walton family makes in 10 minutes what their average employee makes in a year. Right. So We've got plenty of money in the country to do these things, and we should do them. And when we talk about health care in general, we we pay twice as much for health care. We have worse outcomes in this country than they do in Canada. Right. Now, if America Jr. up there can, can get this done, we, we should be able to do it better than they are doing it.
1: Not, well, not it, but,
0: half as good.
1: The, the, Propaganda scares people. It makes them think that you're going to wait in line for six weeks to see a doctor with a runny nose. Sure,
0: sure. It makes sure, them sure. think
1: that all of the good doctors are going to run away. Well,
0: the problem is this too. You shouldn't don't listen to Sean Hannity. Talk to a Canadian.
1: Exactly. You know
0: what I mean? And talk I know to, a talk couple to of Canadians who get through their... the system. Who right.
1: gets it? Right. Um, but yes. So and quite honestly, my father worked. He was a union employee. Go union. Yep. Union employee for 35 years. He had insurance. He had Blue Cross Blue Shield, which even though he was 100% disabled because of his service, Blue Cross Blue Shield covered more than his VA. Oh, right.
0: Sure, sure. So, I mean, he
1: had the Blue Cross Blue Shield. So the government said use that. Right. So they did. So, I mean, but it cost him. I mean, it it, it was still government insurance because he worked for the government. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're getting off topic. So anyway, we're at the hospital. I get this news. I'm devastated. I'm trying not to be crazy in front of him. I walk out of the room before I fall to my knees, and I'm like, "Oh my God, he'll be gone in a couple of weeks, and we're not prepared at all for that." Mm -hmm. Right. My father was a young man with good care. I expected him to live another 20 years. That's why I moved to be close to him and be down here. And had I known, you know, but hindsight is what it is, and. You know, lots of people lose their loved ones without any notice. It happens all the time. Right, right.
0: For sure. I mean, you a car accident. You exactly. It, we, we exactly.
1: So terrible things happen to good people every day. Yeah, right, um, right. So, okay. So we get, now I haven't talked to a doctor. I can't, can't talk to a doctor for at least 24 hours till, till the next day because, you know, that doctor, now it's a Friday night and that doctor's not going to be in. And it's like, he's got pancreatic cancer that has spread to his lungs and his liver that is not good. Right. right what are we going right, to do about right, it? Right. So the the doctors at Riverside came in and kind of gave me the the bad you know Sunday. It's like eh, we're going to send him back and we're going to make him comfortable and there's not a whole yeah, lot you can do. Right. Right. Okay. But but he's got some time. He's in his levels. They're like his vitals are perfect for being as sick as he is. He's really in good shape. He could go three or four months. You you could have some time. So. Mm-hmm. If we get him some care and we take care of him, um, he, he could have a, a decent amount of time with you. Sure. So wonderful. We go back to the veterans home in Mantino and they're aware of everything that's going on. I talk to their doctor, their nurses know. And I'm like, OK, well, we need to get him up to Heinz. Because, again, he needs that diagnosis from a veterans doctor. He can't, they won't accept what, what they're getting at Riverside. Those doctors, according to our federal government, those doctors don't know what they're talking about. So cancer, you need a biopsy. The biopsy tells them what kind of cancer it is and where the cancer originated. So it's very possible that his cancer originated in his bladder. They didn't check his bladder. They only saw the pancreas and the ultrasound and they kind of stopped at that. Mm. Um, Problem is when you have problems with your liver, your liver does a lot more to you than you ever even imagine. Your liver is like the central nervous system of your whole system. Um, it regulates your blood, it regulates your blood sugars, yeah, it all your toxicities, yes. and all that stuff. Sure. So if you have a problem with your liver, you can't get a biopsy because your your blood is too thin. They can't, a clot. Right, they can't go in and, and take a piece of your organ because you could bleed to death on the table. Makes sense. They have to get that under control. Well, pancreatic cancer is fast and you don't see it coming until it's slamming you in the face. Right. right. So now we're beating the clock. So now I'm calling Heinz and trying to get them to accept the diagnosis because he's getting sicker and sicker by the day. They're telling me it could be six months before we even have time to see him okay like he'll be dead in six weeks can't be six months yeah right um the whole reason why i wanted this and it was completely selfish he was going to pass away regardless of who and what doctor and what biopsies were done there was a magic wand for me i was pissed okay so you put him through this he went to vietnam he volunteered To go to Vietnam. He wasn't drafted. Right. You put him in the middle of a jungle as a kid. And he was a child. He was 18. Um, You put him through absolute hell. He came home, had a family that he then put through hell for years. Um, Psychiatric problems. We dealt with that for a long time. Before anybody even heard the term PTSD.
0: And the Vietnam guys, like... From my experience, and I have a father that was in Vietnam, I think there's an extra added layer of, so you, you know, you got the regular PTSD where you're dealing with, you know, the the, the shells and everything else that went on during right. the war. But then you also are dealing with this, you came home to, like, I, the pendulum is swung in a way that I like it. But, like, if you remember when Rambo was made, that was made about those Vietnam guys and how they were spit on and they were treated poorly. Right. And I mean, if you look at the wars we had, you know, we had world war one, world war two, you know, Korea, and then Vietnam and we won the other wars. Right. So like we were, you know, we were the victors in those. So then Vietnam was our first loss and it's a police action, not a war, but the country considered it a war. Right. So these guys came home to no fanfare, to, you know, everything that wasn't that way. And then they were not, they like, like I don't believe my father was treated very nicely by my grandfather, who was a world war II vet, just because they looked at him like, what'd you do? You dropped the ball you right. know sort of thing. So they had this extra added layer of angst and aggravation and embarrassment and, and whatever else went on with, you know, with their situation. And that especially for a man in his vanity has to be like redirected onto his family
1: for sure. Well, and even if, even if they're not redirecting it, they can't help it. I mean, I'd wake up, I can remember four years old, waking up hearing my grandmother. Cause my mother passed away when I was young. So I would wake up to hearing my grandmother screaming because my dad was on top of her with a knife to her throat. Oh, geez. I, I mean, those were the kinds he, he didn't even realize he was doing things like that. That, that was night terrors. That was, you know, fight or flight mode during his dreams.
0: Sure.
1: Um, and and we dealt with that kind of stuff most of my life. I mean, he, he could be in, at a drop of a hat, very violent. Right, right, um, right. You know, and you had to be very, very careful what eggshells you stepped on around Bruce. Boy, you didn't get the mail that day. He beat the shit out of you. Right. right. So was that attributed to his service? Oh, yeah. Right, absolutely. Right, 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 right. People don't so look like that unless something happens. The, something's right, the
0: Vietnam guys had it had it rougher than any any other one that I could think of, as far as that goes. Because now, you know, and like what's crazy is the Rambo movie. If you watch the first Rambo movie, that was what it was about. It was about that they weren't given it. He's like, I used to fly million dollar helicopters, and now I can't do a fucking job at the car wash. Right. Like, you know, it was all about the PTSD, the way they were treated, and everything else. So that publicly helped the things swing to the other way. So then when we get our generation and they're going to desert storm and stuff like that like every single person that puts on a uniform is considered the hero and everything else. And for me that sort of like I am very 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 happy and grateful for every single one of them, service.
1: Absolutely. And
0: most of them are, are really honorable people, and they will tell you, "Hey, yeah, I'm not a hero. The guy that died was, or the guy that, you know, th- this guy that did that was, right. stuff like that. And I've never met any of them that, like, i got friends that, that served and didn't do any combat, and they'll tell you they were not combat vets and stuff like that. Or they didn't go into country. They were, you know, in Japan or wherever they were at. Um but, and that
1: doesn't diminish their service. No, no, no. They
0: they served, but
1: it was different. But there's it's still levels service. to this
0: thing, right? Yes. If you were a guy in, in the Vietnam War, they were losing 150 boys a day at one point when it was at its at its peak of bad. Right. And like I watched the Ken Burns documentary on Vietnam, the Vietnamese were losing ten times that. Right. So 150. It was. It was a right 1,500 people. Think, uh, 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 yeah. A day we're getting killed. But, I mean, our war machine was efficient in what it was doing, but we were still in a conventional war where they were losing a lot of people, and these people lost people next to them and everything else, and they were treated poorly. And now the pendulum swung all the way to the other way, where I almost think that some people are on this heightened, I um, almost equate it to like, uh, when uh, a police officer gets the same training to work in Frankfurt as the Chicago cop does, and he might be a little bit high strung. Like there, you know, you don't need the Jack boots and the, and the bulletproof right. vest to work the Frankfurt fall fest. You just, you tone it down just a right. little bit. Why are you
1: pulling your gun? Cause the kid ran the stop sign. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Chill,
0: chill, 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 chill. Don't tase the guy that's got the mental handicap. You know, we, we've got to like reel this in a little bit. Um, so, you know, when, the people of today, you know, have their, and I'm not belittling it in any way, shape, or form. Like though the boys uh, that are going there now, the problem that I see with them isn't the amount of action they're seeing. It's the amount of tours that they're doing. Like there's guys that are going back three and four and five times, yeah, right. which is In Vietnam, insane. you were allowed two years. Right. Because
1: right. mentally our government, our terrible knowing that they were dropping chemicals and that are killing these mm-hmm. kids. Our government even looked at each other and said, um, yeah, two years is all these these dudes can do. It's too much. And there was a draft
0: out. then. So they could get away with only sending you for two years. Cause there'd be a brand new crop of young, oh, poor sure. boys yeah. to send off to this war at that time where today it's a volunteer service. And from what I understand from vets, the, the service is better because It's a volunteer service. So it's people that want to be there. Well,
1: and my son, my son was going to go to the Navy. And yes, they, they can be a lot more picky and choosy now. Now they can, they look at these kids and say, listen, you know, if, if you're dumber than a box of rocks, you don't belong in the military. We don't want kids that can't tie their shoes. Um, Unlike, you know, in the past that we take anybody, if you're a warm body and you can put a gun in your hand, you're good. Go. Right. right. So things have changed, which which is a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing. We're smarter. We do things differently now. Um, And yes, our men and women who are serving today, that's not to say that they're not seeing atrocities and horrible things. I have many friends who are reserves and who have just recently, within the last 10 years, left and had horrible experiences in Iraq and Afghanistan. And I mean, they're... None of that is easy to see. None of that is easy to deal with.
0: You know, I'm not looking to say anything controversial. And it it is the minute that you take the oath, the minute that you decide that you're, you know, you're you're putting yourself. There's all kinds of people that die in training exercises, just in in peace times, stuff like that. Um, A friend of mine, her brother was paralyzed in a helicopter incident when we were like, you know, in our teens. Right. So. Like all that happens just because he joined, he was in the Marines, joined the Marines. So there's all kinds of respect and all kinds of- If you sign
1: that piece of paper telling the government, I'm all yours, do with me as you please. Yes. You deserve all the respect in the world. And I think you deserve-
0: you certainly deserve health care. Right. You deserve health care. And where I was going with this is you, the same as the combat vet, you deserve better treatment. I think If, if we're rationing treatment, if we're looking at it like- you know who can get what? What we really do is the rich guy gets whatever he wants because he can afford it. But these people would should deserve platinum care over. You know, if if, if we there have are levels, right? Yes, right. the
1: combat right. veterans who who really saw the shit. I'm I, sorry to swear, but yeah,
0: no, don't oh, swear. Right yeah,
1: <laughs> the, for my, for me, and this is my opinion. Those are the guys that should be looked at first. They're the guys that should get the money first. They're the guys that should be
0: yeah. I, if we should be if concerned about right, those those right, people. Right. We're, we're, I don't think I don't think that we're I don't think that we are um, making levels like that as far as that goes. I think that we've got enough um, to help out the guy who just we can help, them know, all, help which help, we should. All be. All them. Right, right. Yeah, sure. like I said I, I'm saying we should take it further than that. And I, like I said. Oh, the whole conversation we're having right this second is I'm just trying to say I'm not belittling the service part of it, but every single American in a country that's this wealthy should have health care in a way that we're not uh, waiting to the last minute so something's rotten off you and you're heading to the emergency room. It costs way too much to do that. Right. So, I mean, the way that we're doing it right now, we're doing it where we wait till the, it's like your brakes on your car. You wait till the rotors are completely destroyed, then you take it in there, and then you can't afford it. So they've got to fix it they gotta send you back out on the road. So now taxpayers are having to pick up the cost of the emergency room right. and all the bad stuff that happened to you because you waited so long. Right. So if
1: and you certainly shouldn't have to go see your local drug
0: dealer right.
1: for a moxicillin.
0: No, right. No. And that happens. And well, insulin and they're they're driving right. up to Canada to get else. Yeah, You shouldn't else.
1: have to order insulin over the no, internet no. That, that could quite kill you because right. it's not really insulin.
0: And the the point I'm trying to make is that no one in the country should have that problem, no. but there should be another level of care for vets as far right. as that goes. They it should have be... their
1: own, their whole own system, right. and they do right. it, but it needs fixing just like any, just like anything. There's nothing that's perfect in any situation, right? Healthcare, especially, there's a lot
0: that goes into well, it. Well, I read the Ronnie Kovac book, that's the uh, yeah. you know, if you watch that. Dumbass movie uh that born on the 4th of July is so fucking terrible. I'm a dude in a wheelchair. That nonsense that going on in there, that is someone's fantasy of a guy in a wheelchair. Um the Kovac book goes into then he goes into the VA and and like I said, when we had the first podcast, I had read things about the VA that were I was bracing myself for like for really, terrible really, really terrible. Words. Right. Yeah. Because I read that and, like, they, th- there was all kinds of things that they did with this guy that were just not right. Like, he was well, screaming.
1: unfortunately for him, he was wounded during his service. Yes. Yeah. My right. father had a good 40 years of his legs before mm-hmm. before anything happened. But. Right, 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 right. So, in every
0: system, just like, because I spent four months in, in a rehab hospital, and Every system that's out there, there's flaws, every single one. I was in the, lived in the hospital for four months to try and get, like, uh, you know, the ability to dress myself, the, the, the things that you can't do, you know, anymore because you're not walking around, you don't have good hand function, all that kind of stuff. And then there were hurdles all the way because I'm on a floor with 28 other people, 27 other people who are injured similar to me, whether they're paralyzed with waist, wherever they are. And they're all going through the same thing. And then one of them gets C. diff, and then everybody gets C. diff. So, C. diff is a thing where you're shitting yourself. There's, everyone's got uncontrollable diarrhea. The entire floor smells like shit. And every nurse is, you know, like they're on protocol with the glove. And it's just, it's a whole mess. So, that keeps you at the hospital longer. I had a miserable time at points at that hospital. And I had some caregivers that were, miserable people because of the way that they were it honestly it's the way that they're treated like um the what they have at, at the uh rehabilitation institute of chicago which is now the shirley ryan ability lab is what's called a pct it's a patient care technician and that's the first contact that's the person that's like there's i get a brand new one of those every eight hours so like they're on eight hour shifts there's three of them a day and you become Pretty damn good friends with these people because when I first got injured, halo on my head, um, I was I had lost forty pounds of muscle, couldn't pick anything up. They're feeding me and everything else. So these are the people Gives that oh they're they're wiping butts, they're oh, they're doing all that, and then you find out that they're doing all that for nine dollars an hour. Right. Now I'm sorry you can't. Where I'm going with this is you can't get good help. You cannot do that. And I listen, I think that a lot of these people were terrific people and they would do a better job if you paid them fifteen, sixteen dollars an hour to do this job. But instead they're paying some VP who's twiddling her thumbs up at a desk. They're paying her two hundred fifty. Yeah, they can't like to get they a uh, <laughs> They're paying her two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year to twiddle her thumbs in a in an office somewhere. So You know, there's a pro, and then you know, you you extrapolate that out to Blue Cross Blue Shield and the CEO that's making $34 million a year. The money is not going where the care would be best. And I got to imagine that that same scenario happened to VA home.
1: The people that are in
0: direct contact with your father are not the greatest helpers in the world because they've got
1: their own problems. Yes and no. I, okay, so I, I cared for my grandmother, um, with with my uncle. I mean, it was a family affair. But um, for years, she was in a, a nursing home, private sector nursing home, um, and and I honestly thought some of the caregivers that my dad dealt with at, at Mantino were were just some of the best people. Some people feel that caring I for others, too. I did too. I did
0: too. There were some people that I dealt with at the RIC. That were terrific. I mean, I like I had people like bring me a case of beer for this guy because he's terrific and he's he's been the best guy that there is. And I had another one punch me in the back of the head. and I had a broken neck. I had another one that was super pissed off that I was drinking so much. But the medication that they had me on made you incredibly thirsty. Well, when you're a guy who's got a bag of piss on the side of your bed because you're bed bound at first, well... Drinking uh, three gallons of water a day is not a great thing for the PCT because she's constantly right. in there emptying that thing out. Right. So she was not happy about that either. And at one point, she just took the hose away from me, and I couldn't do anything about it because I
1: was paralyzed, right. bed. And that's awful. It was and, and I think people don't people don't realize. You know, it's like, well, I can't see it, so it's behind the curtain. I don't know. Right until you have lifted that curtain and you see the kinds of things. Well,
0: now that go I, I'm going to cut this woman some slack. Actually, what what her situation was was every time I went to hit the buzzer for her, which was you start feeling a little a little ill when that thing starts backing up, and she would come in and she was sleeping. You could tell that she was completely shoveled. She was because she was making nine dollars an hour. She was working the midnight shift. She was probably trying to sleep somewhere so she could work another job in the morning in the daytime. For sure. Sure, but which, That's time, not how this you know, should be that's in this country. No, not should
1: be. No. Um, at, so here in Mantino, which is what I know, so that's all I can speak to. Right. Um, well, that's not all I can speak to because that's not the only facility he had ever been in. We had had to go through rehabs and different things um, throughout the last 10 years as well. Okay. Um, and in my first time here with you, I told you some of those places were, I mean, I was like, oh my God. Good God, this is what we're giving our veterans in America? This is insane. Um, and some places were awesome, but they had one rooms for one vet. And boy, if you were lucky enough to win that lottery, good for you. But mm-hmm. most of them were middle of the road. Mantino is a really nice facility. It's very clean. Never once did it stink like urine. Sometimes you walk into those places and it's very sure, oh, sure sure. um, They were very clean. They they were they were very nice most of the time. It was it was a good. Yeah, experience. my feeling that I got
0: from you the first first podcast was that you were happy that your dad was getting far superior care and more uh, attentive care than he was at home.
1: Absolutely. Right. So it was like oh, no. a weight no, weight off your shoulders was a nightmare. Right. <laughs> no, right. that that was bad. Right. Like capital B. Right. No, he was much better off here, and even though people have their short shortcomings, and there there were. Some of the staff that I dealt with, especially in the end. Most of the time, when he was well for that year, it, it was it was fine. We, yeah. we dealt. You know, they they had their rules and their regulations. And it was, you know, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. They did a lot of complaining about Bruce. But at the end of the day, whatever, we dealt with it. Yeah. Um, there were some things that happened that I wasn't thrilled about with the care. And I don't necessarily think that that was any... One staff member's fault. I think that was the system. It's a breakdown in the system.
0: Well, like I said, so like you always get these arguments about uh, you know the the system of Obamacare or something like that from someone who doesn't have a plan. It's easy to criticize a system because every system's going to have flaws, and you need to like right. kind of work that system to make those those flaws go away. You got to like you know tighten up this and and work that Absolutely. and get this figured out and everything else. So when you're coming from a position of absolutely no plan, it's super easy to be like, Obamacare sucks. Right. Well, yeah, I agree. I was not a fan of that. That was not the way that, that it was supposed to be. And um, I'm not the biggest Barack Obama fan. But that guy did say in the very beginning, if we could start from scratch, I would go with a single payer system. He did. And if, if I could have my druthers, he said, he would go with the public option.
1: None of that was doable it because wasn't doable of the Congress. The other side right, wouldn't right, allow that right, to happen.
0: Right. So that's where, where we were at. We ended up with this, what I felt was Capitalize. the. Well, was so. a bullshit plan yeah. to do this uh through private insurance. Some private insurance. If people just understand that private insurance is a middleman. All private insurance is a guy that you give me your money. I figure out the ratio of how I can make a lot of money by taking your money and only paying this much out in healthcare. So I deny, deny, deny. I try and make my bottom line as good as it is because I'm the middleman. If we just got rid of that middleman, just get rid of that system. People that don't want, I don't, you know, I feel like the worst thing that Al Gore ever did for the environment was not to partner up with a starch conservative and do that tour he did with a conservative standing next to him because now you made it a it's, political it's Democrat
1: thing. Democrat versus Republican. Right,
0: it's this tribal, stupid ass bullshit where we can't get anywhere because you know you need to have both sides on board at least the face of it to start with. So it, you know, it, a conservative um, way back when would have been someone who would have conserved the country too like been worried about the streams i know so many hunters that are conservatives and fishermen and stuff like that and i'm like yeah but dude are you okay. seeing what's going on with the epa and all sorts of stuff like yeah. you know i understand business is the most important thing but if that stream's not there for you to fish anymore aren't you gonna be a miserable human being because well, that's your happy place forget
1: about fishing there if that stream suddenly gives your child cancer cancer,
0: right, 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 right. You're, you're not gonna but be okay saying, like, with that this is where this guy's heart's at he, he, you know the love of his the passion of what he likes to do for his life is to go hunt or fish, and that shit's going to be it's gone. It's going to be gone. Right, because yes. nobody's paying attention to what's going on with the water in the woods. So, you know, we all need to get on board, and we need to stop the tribalism with, you know, I'm not, and I never, and as soon as I say something that sounds semi-pro-Obama or semi-anti-Trump, I become the biggest liberal that ever Oh, right here's no I'm yeah. a super snowflake and I'm also a starch Democrat and I have had knockdown, dragout drag out arguments with Democrats and they are, I've had them just be just as mad at me, if not more Absolutely. than Republicans are, because I'm saying something, listen, I don't give a shit about your party. That's a club that they won't even let you in it anyway. Like you're just a middle-class regular person. Like you're nobody. Stop pledging allegiance to a party right now the people that are driving me nuts are these people that are like if they watch the news and they see who's leading and they're like that's the guy joe biden's the guy he's not the guy yet we're in the process right now of finding out who the guy or gal is going to be so can we just calm the fuck down on who the guy is i mean can you start paying attention to what the policies are and my problem with biden is he's got no policies his whole campaign is i can be trump well, it turns out that five or six of you can beat Trump. So that's null and void. That's not a thing. Like, it's, it, it's right. What are they
1: saying? It's right. so much more important to pay attention to what they have to say.
0: Right. Let's have some issues. Let's talk yes. about
1: solutions Let's to problems. Right. Right, right, right. And right. and our health care is a big, a big issue. It is in right. my eyes. Right. Right. I, um, well, and, well, but our I'm just saying our veterans administration, as far as their health care goes for yeah. our vets, It isn't anything to base any great program on there. There are a lot of holes there that need fixing. And yes, any veteran that goes to Heinz because you know, they're not feeling well today and and they, they need some amoxicillin. Like I said, uh, you're going to get great care up at Heinz. That's not who I'm talking to right now. I'm talking to the family members of the guys who are on their way to the retirement home, the, the veterans retirement home. Right, I, I would imagine that some of those people
0: don't have someone like you in their background, where they're just happy to ship the old man off to that home and leave him there. Yes. And they probably, if 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 you know someone or it's only then you listen to this podcast, you maybe ought to get over there and check on what's going check on them. with them. Make yeah, sure they're because, okay. Right. And
1: the staff, like I said, I, I couldn't point my finger at any one staff member and say, you know, you you did this, and and this is because you weren't paying attention. The nurses were wonderful. They've got 40 guys that they're looking after, most of which are catatonic, you know, or aren't catatonic, but don't know where they are and don't understand what's going on and get up in the middle of the night and start roaming the halls and could hurt themselves. Um, They have a lot on their plate. I get that. It's the AIDS, And because it's a government facility, they're not getting paid peanuts, um, they, good, they make good, decent money. Good, I mean, good. not great that's, money, not as and much that's money the as they the deserve.
0: And, and also being in Mantino, that's a big difference too. I was in Chicago, and if you want to try and pay rent on $9 an hour, you need four a jobs. I, I, yeah, mean, I know. Right. So that's what they're doing. They're living in public housing then right. because you can't afford anything, and they're making enough to get by on. Which And they, they honestly, it's a trap that the whole um, welfare system is a complete trap. So this guy makes nine dollars an hour, and if he, they monitor what they're making. If they get to that twenty-three thousand dollar a year threshold, they show up to work. I can't make any more. If I make any more, they'll take away my housing. They'll take right. away my my food stamps, which are right. how I'm buying food. Like they and the like the people that I'm talking about are other yeah, misconception. Most of these people it's not that they're not working. it's just that they're not making enough money at the job that they're working at. So these are all people who have families, they're all working they're all trying to get by and it is the system that they are born into. Their dad did the same thing. He worked the nine. well you know three dollar an hour job when it was their dad and he collected his food stamps and everything else. If you look at it from another vantage point, it's a it's a way for really big business to subsidize their business now i don't need to pay them that much and i don't need to give them benefits because social safety net takes care of them if you want to stop this situation if you're upset if you think and you're wrong if you think that a majority of your check is going towards your your taxes are going towards these people on food stamps yeah. it's it's, it's a very small amount <laughs> that goes towards that and these are P- and the amount that goes towards that goes directly immediately back into the economy so it goes to a grocery store right. it goes to buy shoes it goes to buy gas So right. the guy that's you know it can't buy beer it can't buy beer well it, it also can't buy heroin. It doesn't go into okay. an offshore account no uh, it, no it can buy beer and it can buy heroin you can go okay, you bar, can you can trade. Sell. right yeah
1: you can trade your, your you beer can get sales. this
0: stuff but the money still you're trading it to someone who's going to buy inevitably he's going, it's going use to use it at a grocery store. Inevitably he's buying food or whatever he's buying with it because that's all you can purchase with this thing. So the dollars that you spend on that all go towards food somehow, somewhere. So
1: you well, know. and to be fair, I have never been in line at the grocery store and watched the couple in front of me get their 12 lobster tails and their six ribeye oh, steaks right. and their three bottles of you know, the best champagne right. and then pay with their, with their card. Right. I, I see that people on Facebook. Are like, oh, I uh, can't believe I Okay. Well, I'm a pretty well-traveled person. I've visited all but four States in this country and I have never once been into an establishment where I've seen that sure. I worked at a currency exchange. Never once did anybody come in in a fur coat with diamonds to get their welfare check. Right. And that was in Bridgeview. So, I, I don't know where these people are going. Now, now on the flip
0: side, I don't want to, you know, because I understand that there is massive waste in government. I mean, they have, they have had studies where, you know, they're paying $1,600 for a folding chair and uh, $1,000 for a hammer and nonsense like right. this. Because somebody's grafting money off of the situation. Sure. So, there's plenty of waste in government. Yeah. 51. Area 51.
1: 51, which I can't wait till they
0: storm, get in there and find them fucking aliens. Help the me. Why um, the hammer cost $27. Right. So, but, you know, there's a balance between this thing. Like, you know, just because I'm a progressive doesn't mean that I've got like rose colored glasses on. I think right. the government is the answer to everything. I think uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. So you know, when you give somebody power, you, you know, you're, you're, you should, I don't know. You almost need to police the police. You need to, you know, you need checks and balances in, in every situation. And I'm sure in the government healthcare, that there is some sort of abuse that goes on. There's probably somebody at a higher up level that's, I mean, you, you know, people understand that you can have a non-for-profit and still make a hundred thousand dollars a year running a non-for-profit. Right. Cause I'm the administrator of the non-for-profit. Now, Some hungry kids are getting fed, but I'm making $100,000 a year because I run a non-for-profit. It doesn't mean it's a not-for-salary and a not-for-game.
1: And, okay, you don't deserve You're going to run a non-for-profit that's doing good work. You don't deserve
0: a salary. You can't feed your family. Right. It doesn't work that way. But the guys who run the bowl games make uh, six figures and they work for six weeks on the bowl game. And those are all charitable foundations that are run through.
1: It's all bullshit. Yeah. I mean, and it's people taking advantage. And that's that's all all the roads of good intentions, you know? I mean, it...
0: I think a lot of those people start out with good intentions, and they start seeing the money, and then it
1: becomes... Right, and I feel that way practice. about all politicians, too. Who in their right well, mind I don't feel would that way want, about all of them, but some uh, of them, yes. Who in their right mind would want to be president? Look at the bullshit you have to go through with sure. the press and with the, the, you know, the protests and... Who would want that job? Right. Right. You have to, at some point, at some level, want to do good. Either
0: you're a megalomaniac.
1: Or you're, you're an ego. Yeah. Yep. Your ego is out of control right. and you need right. that power. And I,
0: I think a lot of those people make it up the ranks by, so, you know, everybody wants to project themselves on when they see somebody. So, like, when they see Donald Trump, they project themselves on it. And Donald Trump is the perfect thing to project the poor middle, lower middle class guy because If the that lower middle class guy who's, you know, working a shitty job, making thirty forty thousand dollars 40000 a year, whatever he's making, all of a sudden ran into a billion dollars of money. He would do all the dumb shit that Donald Trump does. He'd Absolutely. buy gold toilets. He'd, yes. you know, what you call it, put his name all over every building and do every dumb fucking egotistical bullshit thing that this, this douchebag right. does. So he is the poor man's rich man. He's exactly what they would think that a rich guy's well, supposed mean, to do. He
1: talks like you know the Archie Bunkers of yesterday, and doesn't right, care right. that he's a fan. I don't know why we're not more romantic.
0: We, there's people that are romanticizing Archie Bunker, which was a skit that Carol guy was not that guy. Oh, God, he, was he wasn't a, like that at all. Right.
1: The skit was was actually to draw attention to how not to be. How not to be. But why are yeah, we romanticizing? Are all why are we romanticizing? Are
0: we romanticizing he's saying things that they are thinking. Right. And but why aren't we romanticizing? The Andy Griffith Show, because that was a time where we're like Mayberry would be great, right? And this is a this was a cop. If if you if you took a a, you know somebody that was in their twenties now who lived in the inner city and you showed them the Andy Griffith Show, I don't think they would realize he was a cop until someone said he was a cop, right? Because he doesn't even look like a cop. He doesn't look like what they know as a cop. He doesn't look like he's not wearing jack boots. He's not.
1: Armed to the teeth. He didn't, the guy didn't carry a gun. He was small town USA. Right, right, right. And most of the people I know, Republicans or otherwise, are small town USA. We sure. all grew up in Frankfurt Square. Right. You know, I, we we went on a, a, God, it had to have been 400 comment thread on Harlem Hill and on all the fun things that we did growing up oh, as kids. Sure, sure, and sure. sure. You, you know, we all still have that in common.
0: I was out to dinner with Tom McCoy last night. We were talking about how, I mean, and we were, we were kids with nothing. We were, we grew up in, even out of the people that we grew up around, we were the square kids, right? Right. So we had nothing. There was no money. And Tom were like, man, what was it? Wasn't it great? It was the best. It was great. It was just great growing up there and doing the dumb things that we did and like hanging out. We were talking about like, we used to clear out the, you know, Tom's basement and like have wrestling matches down there and everything else. Right. Like, I mean, uh, all the, all the stuff. And then just talking about friends that were there and like some of the people, like uh, the names came up. And I'm like, oh my God. And I remember thinking, like, I knew we didn't have any money, but that guy really didn't have any money. Right. Like, holy like, God. Like, he this used to was... come to my house for dinner because otherwise he wouldn't eat dinner. That is just like his house was like, you know, carpet was all worn through and everything else. But still, as a kid, he didn't care about any of that stuff. None of that shit mattered. And people nowadays are so caught up on taking pictures of their stupid fucking. You know, really lobster dinner that they're eating or their douchebag car. All right. I bought a car two and a half years ago. That car has never been on Facebook. Never. <laughs> Fuck off.
1: Well, I'm perfectly happy to show you my Mercury
0: Misty. Right, right. <laughs> I actually bought a nice car. but
1: My $16,000 car is awesome. But right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you
0: know, it's just not what's important to me. It never was, and it's certainly not what's important to kids. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, you 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 can raise kids and not have any you know importance of that at all. I think that I would have been, I think that both of us would have been happier if our dads were not that Vietnam War shit never would have happened in the first place. That would have been that would have been a really good yes. thing. And you, know. you know, I
1: don't my my dad he had his moments, but through throughout the years that he was with me. He was very good. He he was a very good guy. Sure, sure. It, Lots of people liked him. I, I mean, he he was a good man. Right, right. So well, it was a terrible knows. thing that happened. To right, him.
0: right, right, right.
1: So right. I don't want to diminish like like he. I wouldn't have done all the things that I did for my dad if I didn't love him dearly.
0: No, he's probably probably lived ten years longer than he should have if you weren't around. Right, of thing because guys are bad at. Taking right. care of themselves. They're just bad at it. They just he would have them. been
1: perfectly happy for me to leave him to just die in that house in his own filth and garbage. And yep, 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 that, that yep. Was his, that's what he wanted and I forced him out of that. Right. Um, right. No, you, you need to get So, so
0: what my takeaway from the, the VA situation is it's great that it exists. The home could use a little bit of
1: well, it, overhaul. Well, the home could use some overhaul. The system itself My whole point here is um, the VA, it's almost like the Wizard of Oz. You know, it's grand when you're looking at it from from Dorothy's perspective. It's a huge, all powerful, mighty, you know, I'm gonna help you. When you pull back that curtain, not so much. Um, Here's my dad who did his time, who, you know, had been in the system, who was at a VA facility, who had almost every single bad thing that can happen to you because of his service Mm -hmm. happen and had that diagnosed. But in the end, because he could not make it up to Heinz before dying to get a diagnosis by a doctor that they approved of, even though he was in a veteran's facility, they denied all. Yeah, sorry, I can't help you.
0: Right, right. I mean, he was when he was finally diagnosed. He was diagnosed stage four. You would think, you know, like I mean, everything is, you know, just conjecture as far as what we're saying. But if they caught him, maybe he was in stage one. Maybe they wouldn't have stopped it, but maybe he would have lived another year. Right. you know, of
1: time there would have been stuff they could do for him. And I was beginning to say earlier, I, I knew he was. I knew he, he was not long for the world. Um, I knew there wasn't anything they could do for him up at Heinz. And believe me. The, the, the government would call me and make that very clear. Well, I don't know what you're fighting about because he's going to be dead before anything can go on anyway. Literally, well, that was point, what yes, they said right, to me. Right, right. And I was like, well, you know, what if you, uh, you know what? Sure. Yes. My thing was, no, I want him to have that diagnosis. I want this to be a piece of paper. I want my government to say and acknowledge that they fucking killed my father and that they shouldn't be allowed to do that. So that these guys coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan Yeah, when you say and, you're talking about they killed him in Vietnam, he did not know it. Exactly. Right. They right. they right. He, he my father his best story was we'd go to sleep in a jungle and wake up on a prairie.
0: Yeah, right.
1: Everything right. for miles yeah. would be dead All because the of the age of orange. Right. Right. And and they knew that. They knew that they knew they were putting those chemicals on those boys, knowing that it was probably going to fuck them up. Mm -hmm. and now we're finding out through research it not only fucked him up but my sister and I are probably going to be fucked up too like it alternates genetically any it's it's a crapshoot anything could happen there are many studies my doctors have told me well you know you might have a weight problem because of your dad's Asian orange exposure my sister is just as fat as I am we've tried every diet it's you know, genetics. It is what it is. Sure, you you sure, do your sure. best, and you live with what you can. Um, but yeah, great. Thank you, USA. Thank you for that.
0: Not to make a, not to make light of it or a joke, but <laughs> your your nephew just landed a, a gig on a network yes, sitcom, probably because of that cute chubby face he's I, got. I, absolutely,
1: absolutely, <laughs> so, yes. Perfect harmony on NBC now, okay, Thursday so the
0: twenty sixth. Let's talk about the irony of not, not to break off too far away anything else, but the irony of that situation. Your nephew is in a sitcom about a choir and you're the person that's been in a choir my whole almost at, my whole right. Life. Choir, 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 choir. Yes. And your nephew who nothing to do with a choir ever is right. in a sitcom about a choir. How are you not an extra on this show? <laughs>
1: If I lived in L.A., I would be. There you go. Yes, right. absolutely. I'm like, I, I'm going there in October. And I said, you tell them that his aunt who sings is coming. And I think that I should be written in as his <laughs> aunt who sings. Right. 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 Yeah. If it were up to me, it's not like I would be on jazz hands every single episode. Right. I'm super, so super that's excited. It. What's, what's it him. called
0: again? Perfect Harmony. Perfect Harmony. And then I know it's coming up right. Like, the 26th. The twenty sixth of Thursday September. Thursday twenty
1: sixth. It's wow. on NBC wow. Channel Five. Wow. Um, yeah, it is. It is very ironic. And
0: he, no, no. I mean, you know, just be honest. Like it's it's super exciting, and I will probably try and catch an episode of it. But I'll tell you what, I have not watched a TV sitcom I show know. since Seinfeld. I
1: know. Right? I have
0: not turned on. I I, I, I nothing with a. And I'll, I'll turn that on. But I'll tell you what, I know that I will be disgusted. Because as soon as there's a laugh track, and all, it just oh, it drives me absolutely fucking up the wall. I can't
1: right. stand it. But, but you're going to turn it on. I'll turn and it on. You're going, oh, yeah, Munich, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to walk away because no. we need the ratings. Right, right. I'm <laughs> gonna, I don't I'm gonna, know. I'm gonna, I'll
0: listen to it and watch it. I mean, uh, the Bradley,
1: well, no, who's the? Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford. Which is, it's actually very funny because Bradley Whitford played Dash Lyman on the very republican or, or democratic west wing west wing which i've never seen yes I've never seen it, that and well aaron sorkin wrote that yeah the
0: the newsroom was outstanding so smart right, yes right.
1: um so and and bradley will tell you his demographic are menopausal democrats hello yeah absolutely right. sure, sure. <laughs> really 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 nice man yeah. he's taken my nephew under his wing and has really been trying That's to great. mentor him and um, so the whole thing has been very, very exciting, and you know, my I, I got to give my sister credit because when she called my dad and I and said we're packing up the whole family,
0: how you and told moving me, moving to was California like, that because crazy. Spencer's going to be
1: an actor, we're like you're out of your goddamn mind. Who does that? Right. Three weeks later, he had a he had a pilot jackpot. So right. I, yeah, but he's a real talented young man. I'm I'm super super proud of him. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm really really excited because he's. Right
0: there in my, my wheelhouse. Right. I mean, I, even if I didn't like, you know, know his aunt and everything else, like, I, I'm excited to see somebody get a break and everything else. I hope that it's. It seems like, like I don't pay any attention to the sitcoms or whatever like that, but it seems like nowadays they're giving shows a more of a chance, like more of time to like try and hopefully wow. it'll catch on, right? Sort of a thing because. There's so many options. So many I mean, Netflix and... Right, into. right, right,
1: And the, the, I mean, let's face it, the networks, they're becoming a thing of the past. Now, what, what network is it on? NBC.
0: NBC. So yeah. that's that's probably the best network that's yeah. out there.
1: It's it's on um, CTV. He's got Seinfeld's old, old
0: spot. Old spot. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so so it's it very family friendly. Right, right, right.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's not just about a choir. It's about a single mom.
0: Right. Who's who now is he the only that. kid? He's
1: the only kid on the oh show. Oh my
0: god. That's like yeah, he, you know, he's like the steal the show guy, right? Like, well,
1: and again, he's he's my mini me. Yeah. You know, he's right. got the big dimples and he's the chubby cheeks and yeah, right. but he's got beautiful big blue eyes and and he's super, super talented. Oh, I mean, great. I will that's give great. him that that's he good. is he he's he's oh, he yeah, yeah, yeah. all the kudos yeah. in the world. He's right. super talented and I think Could possibly have a very big. I might actually get to go to the Oscars, and I can't wait. I already have the dress.
0: Let's hope. I mean, you guys are you guys you guys have always been like, don't you have a party at your house every year? You know it. Yeah, yeah. we'll
1: have a podcast about that.
0: There you go. There you go. go.
1: And only people that would watch would be my sister and
0: I. Right. (laughs) Uh no. So that's super exciting. That 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 that's real neat. I just found it. Like when I first saw the the commercial for it, the little trailer or whatever it was. I was like, could this, how could it possibly be that it's, you know, choir based you know, right. situation.
1: But, it, uh, it's the world is a, an ironic, yeah, yeah, it weird, is. Weird it's place, ironic. But, and he called me for help auditioning for that show because choir singing, quiet. choir singing is different than singing to Britney Spears on the radio. Yeah, so right, right, right. yeah. So yeah. Very it's excited. Awesome. Thank awesome. you. That's no, great.
0: Uh, all right. So no, you're back to, you know, the, the, your dad's situation. So he passes and, he passes. and.
1: Before we could get any diagnosis.
0: Right. And right, then it's dead right. in the water. No, right. Right. Which. You know,
1: I like, like the whole claim. Everything that
0: was the way it was going to go. Yeah. No matter what. I was uh, hoping
1: that, that they would have to say, and you know, it's just like when you, when something terrible happens, a terrible accident happens and somebody's at fault and you take them to court you know are you are you going to get your loved one back no no the only way you can make people pay for the atrocities that they do whether it's intentional or otherwise is monetarily
0: yeah right right right
1: i yeah. work i don't need the money right but my government did this to my family my government did this to my father you put him through an entire life no, there's worth of help
0: if your dad was somebody yeah he was just taking asbestos out he'd have the exact same right. sort of situation you'd have the exact same uh take on it is uh, you have Which, to monetarily go after this situation. Things. yeah right
1: and uh, uh, the guys yes, the guys that were sifting through the the crap in new york for 9-11 how dare you make them come to washington to plead their case Give them what they have coming. There's
0: not that many of them, and they're dropping like flies anyway. Right. Why are we even debating? Why this? are we debating
1: this? No. My we've debated, platoon.
0: We've debated all kinds of weird things this this past couple of years. I mean, they defunded Special Olympics. These are right. mentally retarded children who you took the one like have you ever been to a Special Olympics? Like, I have. It's like the most wonderful it's a thing wonderful ever. Thing. And somebody in a, a high-up position said we should take the $80 million that it yeah. nationally cost The Trump change. And put the $80 million. nothing. And put it towards something else, charter schools or some nonsense. Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, that that's insane. And it's the same thing with – you would think they would be – and well, the, the special limit thing, thing was third rail. They got such a blowback oh, yeah, that it was yeah. like – because, I mean, I don't right. care so. what political party you're with. You're like, are you out of your mind? Like, the, no. Yeah. Is this is something that we – besides that, these – oh, my God. I, my heart breaks every time there's, the, the you know, one of those situations with – like, if you're a parent of that child, if you're that – I think if you're that child, you're probably a lot of times, you know, a happy guy because you, ignorance is bliss – if you're a parent, you have all these aspirations and dreams for a child. All that stuff's out the window. It's all gone once you have a child that can't take care of themselves. And then you have this other situation where you're like, I'm 25 years or 30 years older than my child. Who's What's going to take answer? care? Right? When I pass, who's going to take care of this child and everything else? And all you want to do is have things that they can feel like they accomplished something. And this is one of those things. And they're going to take it away. Where when you're doing this is your soul. Do you right. not stop and not do that? And then the, the 9-11 well, first we're responders we're feeling that way. Yeah. Just just Empathy is a terrible, terrible yeah. thing. But it's what makes us human, right. is what it is. Isn't human. Right. And the first responders thing, listen, you'll get I saw people that were like, There's people that are cheating the system. I listen, I do not give a fuck about that. If he can prove that he was down there. Fucking pay him.
2: him
0: Just fucking pay him because if there is uh, 5% or 10% of graft going on in this situation, it's nothing compared to the graft that's going on in our government to begin with. And you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You're taking the other 90% of people who were down there. Punishing them. Risking their lives. Obviously risking their lives because they're dying now. Obviously. They didn't even know they were risking their lives right. until they, they were doing it. Well,
1: much like everybody else who right. well, this kind of stuff happens to, the kids that go to Vietnam, the kids that go to Iraq. Right. It's
0: never the right, right. They don't
1: know. They don't my, realize.
0: Literally, one of my favorite things was the like, – so uh, I love my Trump-supporting friends. I do. I love them. Uh, someone's got to because, like, <laughs> the, the Donald Trump stories of him being down at ground zero – and 9-11 were fucking hilarious. This guy lies about every fucking, he lies about a map about the fucking, the, the whole storm, he sharpies it up. It is Alabama. I'm going to try to prove it. The National Weather one stops way before Alabama, and he just makes another circle. Nope, over here. Over here. <laughs> right. And this guy's like, I was down there, I had people, there were people posting pictures that were clearly photoshopped of a Donald Trump in a perfectly clean suit with five other people with suits behind him that are perfectly clean, and the entire city's falling down, and he's down there walking in the rubble. Yeah. My ass, yeah, you fucking screwball. Yes, like, there's no... Yeah. Like, he made a comment on Stern that, well, now his building's the tallest building or some shit like that in, in the city. Like, this guy is a douchebag. I'm sorry, but... But that's why they. I want They, Oh my God. I I think that, I think the major part of, and I don't care. I really don't. I don't, he can get, honestly, he can get reelected. I don't care. The thing I care about is the judges because it's all a bunch of, you know, bullshit. I mean, look at Drunky McDrunkerton. He's in trouble again, right? Like, I mean, he's the, the, everything that we were saying when this sham investigation was going on is coming out now that they didn't follow up on this 25 people have corroborated right. this woman's but story. she's a horn liar. So. Well, the woman, the, the woman, then the latest one, she is like, I have no recollection. 25 people outside, she was so drunk, she had no recollection. But 25 people outside of this have come forward and said that, yeah, this is exactly, we were all there we were and we there saw it and it was the talk on campus. We were all talking about the way this thing went down. But
1: that's okay, because it's just boys being
0: boys, though. Well, locker room talk, all of that nonsense, but... Either way, and he's you know he's a Supreme Court justice. He's not going anywhere, I'm sure. But you know these are the big stories of the past the past couple years, and it just is all. It, it, I, I did not have the allegiance, and I don't know. Maybe maybe if you no, know, Obama was. They say like how they're, they're always talking about like Trump. There have never been a president so polarized as this guy. There's never been a guy that says as much nonsense as this guy. There's never been a guy that lies as much as this guy. So yes, he's going to get picked on. There's never been a guy who gets the Christian vote in raw dogs, porn stars. There's never been that guy. So like, (laughs) what do you expect? He's going to get like a lot of flack because Holy shit. Like every day, like the lies. this dude, he said his father was from Germany. His father was born in Queens. Like, why are you lying about stuff that doesn't can. matter? Like it
1: just, oh, it's it's the craziest care. thing in the world. He said it himself. I could I could shoot somebody in Times Square and you'd still not lose any, any right, right. right. And and right. He, he was absolutely correct. And my what scares me most is that it's going to happen again.
0: But he'll get elected again. Mm-hmm. You think? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I really don't. I, I don't feel. I haven't
1: seen any of his supporters go.
0: Hmm. Uh, he doesn't. He needs more than his supporters is the problem.
1: Well, uh, from your lips to the unknown dad's ears,
0: uh, yes. I'm <laughs> you saying there was a large um, contingency of people that um, didn't like Hillary? That, oh my that god! Anybody but Hillary terrible candidate in the whole wide world. But uh, and that's the X factor that's not there this time. There's there's yeah. no well, Biden could be the Hillary. He's a big enough. There's this thing where we want to do the Democrats. They're they're so dumb. It's amazing. It's amazing they can tell their own fucking choose. Be honest with you, the Democrats are the they do the dumbest shit. You ran a centrist the last time and she lost. Backfired big time. Now you want to run a centrist? They they totally want to run a centrist. If you turn on the news, they want Joe Biden to be the candidate. I will also
1: tell you, the moderate, old time, old school Democrats like I kind of fit in with. Like yeah, that's our guy. That's he's why. So that's old. why. Because he's so old. It's the ingrained. Whereas yeah. the Republican I love Joe. Party, I do.
0: I do. I think. I mean, his life is a his life is a terrific story. Although there's, it but, is a terrific story. But, but no one is no one no one that has an issue with the life that okay so I can make an argument that Barack Obama was um, elected on a platform of change.
1: Yes, because he wasn't
0: qualified. But but no, he wasn't qualified. But he was also holy shit! It's a black guy. His his middle name's Hussein. His first name's Barack.
1: Like all of this is way out of right. And how did that win over the American hero? Well, it was because he was an agent of change, and he beat. Well, and the American hero had a complete dipshit shit running with him. Oh yeah, right.
0: But also, you had the situation where he beat Hillary in the primary. Right, he beats Hillary. They put him out there, and I'm telling you. He was such a unknown commodity that everybody put he ran on hope, right? Everybody that was a progressive put their hopes. And I was personally let down. Like you did not do the healthcare
1: thing. I was like completely like are you kidding me? Well, the banks, the healthcare. He he definitely was not one of our better presidents. He's a good man. Oh no, no. I think he was actually with
0: the cards he was dealt um and i'll piss off trump supporters here the cards he was dealt with the recession he was given it was a pretty bad one i think he pulled that thing out of the gutter and steered it back up again he will go down it was statistically. so far down there there was nowhere to go but out. no but statistically oh it could have gone down further we could have gone, so. gone, wow. gone great depression could have gone great yeah. depression and i mean we say it's bad because we didn't live through that but if you read stuff in the great depression yeah there were people starving to death there were people there were there, there was it, there you know the food lines and the, all that stuff, the bread lines, it was all terrible. So it could have got worse. It didn't. He, he got that thing headed back up and Donald Trump has rode the coattails of that recovery since, since then It's looking a little bit shaky now and you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But so I can make an argument that Barack Obama was elected on change, change and hope. We all hoped that he would be more than he was. I felt like I was let down with him. Uh, I can make an argument that George W. was elected on change. Because George was the guy you want to have a beer with. <laughs> he was...
1: Except that he wasn't our
0: president. He was our president. Well, may, however that but, works. But he was the guy that was elected. on the ballot that to, get, to yeah. get elected. So I can make that argument that people just want change. They want what's not... He was certainly not Bill Clinton. Oh, well, he was not Bill Clinton. Right. So they wanted to change. So, like, <laughs> whatever you see, it doesn't matter... And Bill Clinton, economically and everything else, wonderful. He was an oh excellent president. Excellent president, and I mean, they were all upset about a blowjob, yes, all that other nonsense, right? Dumb yep, stuff. Yep, yep, but yep. George yep. Bush was change. Yep. So it's you've got this thirty-two percent and thirty-two percent on each side, which I believe. Now you know people are gonna be mad, but they're idiots. Both fucking thirty-two percent. You're idiots. Stop doing the tribal thing. Start looking at what he's going to do to make difference in your life. If you're dead set, it does not matter who, if you, if they put you in a coma for, for 30 years and woke you up and then it was election day, you're like, I'm voting for the Democrat or I'm voting for the Republican. You're a moron. Like fucking pay attention to what's going on. If if they flip the, the parties flip the script, right? Uh, Lincoln was the progressive, when and he was a Republican. The Republican Party at one time was the progressive party. Democrats were the conservative party. So the party thing doesn't matter. It's what they're going to do for you. But they each have their 32%. It's that middle 36% that makes the election, right? That's who you need. And those are the people that want change. So they're like, well, they voted for Clinton. Everything was going just fine. But they're sick of Clinton, so they want to change. And they vote for George W., so George W. gets us into the wars, fucking kind of destroys the economy. But well, George Bush didn't, but his Republican Congress, the tax cuts, everything else, starts to run the economy into the shitter. We loosen up all the uh, mortgage regulations and everything else. Well,
1: you else. want to talk about a war machine. But That's right, 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 they were, they were engine, looking to make right. money for themselves.
0: Clarion and everything else yes. that they were all involved in, they are making money on that.
1: Hell but Martin,
0: hell, right? yeah. so, but they ran that thing this way, and then it was so bad that that middle thirty six percent wanted to change. This is post nine eleven, and we re- we elected a man named Barack Hussein Obama. Yes. I mean, there was that thirty two percent was their hair was on fire. That he was a remember the lady that was like he's an Arab, I can't trust him with oh, McCain. God, yes. That was McCain's shining moment to be the like head
1: birthers. Trump was the right, head of the birthers.
0: Right, 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 really. Everything they could do to freak out because you know that the, the, this Barack guy was going to. You know, turn the country into secret Muslims and all this other nonsense, which was. But, but the point is, he got elected on change. I can make the same argument that Donald Trump got elected on change. He's completely different than any other oh, yeah. president that we've ever had. Oh, God, they yeah. thought, I'll
1: tell you that. I voted him because he's different. Right. He's not he was going to throw a wrench
0: into the system. And I believe he did throw a wrench in the system. I think that that wrench is going to blow up. Republican Party, because this guy—he's a criminal. This, this dude's a criminal. He is—he is enriching himself. He's flying people to Ireland or Scotland or wherever, and they're staying three hours away from where they need to where stay. They need to be so they can to be all at his hotel. so so sixty people can get rooms in a hotel that he owns. Yeah, like this I is mean he's a completely corrupt. He's completely, completely correct. corrupt and everything else. So the only way that this ends, so that's why I say he can get reelected. Because four more years of that, sooner or later, this thing blows up. This thing, this. Well, so now the problem I have is now it's a ticking time bomb. He doesn't get elected. They elect Joe Biden. It blows up all Joe Biden's on there. And these morons
1: are like, Joe Biden's fault. Well, it was not Joe Biden's exactly fault. That's exactly what's going to happen anyway. It doesn't right. matter who comes in. If Trump loses to anybody who is left-leaning, it's going to be all their fault if anything goes right, wrong. Right,
0: as long as it goes wrong after the after election, the election, but
1: because none of them are smart enough to look how ec- economics work
0: and how. No, and if you look at what's going on right now, in times we grew up, we grew up in the '80s, and my parents bought a house at 14 percent interest rate. Right. Absolutely, the reason that they bought a house at 14 percent interest rate was because. Have Reaganomics, right? Things right. were booming. The stock market was taking off, so they kept raising the interest rates. So then, then you have a lever to pull when the economy goes to take a dip.
1: Right.
0: We have lowered our interest rates in the "quote unquote" greatest economic time oh, of no, the economic our, our, ever, I ever. I don't know where
1: anybody's coming up with that like, at all. But our economic, I mean, where was money head over fist. The, the
0: the other thing is is. We don't have any levers right now to pull if the economy takes starts to take a time. If it dive. takes,
1: we're in trouble. If it takes,
0: we could be in worse trouble than we could ever have been in before.
1: Which is why gold
0: and precious metals. But let's, money let's money explain... So high. Right, but explain... Like, for me, yeah, explaining why interest rates are important is, so, interest rates control consumer buying, right? So, if you can buy a car with 0% interest, you're more likely to buy a car or a more expensive car than you would have bought at 5% interest. So if the interest rates are a little bit higher when the economic times are good, when the thing kind of goes to take a nosedive, they can lower interest rates. It spurs consumer purchasing, helps the economy, and it pulls the thing out of a nosedive. When you no longer have that lever to pull that out of a nosedive, and the economy goes up and down just like it does, what are you going to do? Change. You're gonna right because you, you can't change Personals anything. Right, you've, you've you've emptied your pockets out on everything. You've got
1: no way oh, to go. Haven't, haven't we learned this lesson over and over and over again? Even even the housing crash. I worked at a mortgage company during okay. during 2005. All right, yeah, that's bad time. Height height of they were buying, buying, buying,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I would go with the mortgage broker. I was an assistant. I would go with the mortgage broker. And sit at a table in an apartment across from Ford where a guy had was working in a plant. They were apartment people. They had three kids, you know, they could afford their apartment. And we were selling them a four hundred thousand dollar home. Right, right. And I sure, I'd sure. be like, mm, okay, but wait, wait. Yeah. There's right. how can this go to that and not fall through the floor? Sure. And of course it did. And all those people lost their houses.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm a real estate broker. There's other things involved in that, too, because they started doing weird things like a guy would be a developer in a subdivision and the town would say, OK, listen, we're going to defer all the taxes. So these people are going to move in with a three thousand dollar tax bill for the first three years. And then they we're going to hit him with the twelve thousand dollar SSA. Yeah. And then here it comes. Now, all of a sudden your mortgage just jumped up $900, $900 yeah. a month because now you get a $12,000 tax bill. Right. And you th- well, because things were looking so good and you thought things were going to be good, they went out and they financed uh, 18 month, no, no payments, no interest furniture. Right. They bought new cars. They did all this stuff. And then when all the bills came due, it was all over. There was it. no money to pay them. Right. And everybody wants to hear that you can afford that and everything else. They want to have well, the American dream. People drain.
1: want hope. People want to... Anybody in that situation, if you've lived in an apartment your whole life and you're watching your kids share a bedroom and then somebody says to you, hey, come here, I'm going to let you live in this house where there's a bedroom for every kid and a big swing set in the backyard and you can afford it because we're going to defer all your interest and we're only going to make you pay this and then, you know, five, six years and I'd watch my mortgage brokers do this. Well, yeah, five six years when that arm is due, we'll just refinance you and it'll all be fine. Nothing's going to change. Yeah, right, right. Well, Except that they couldn't get the financing right. five the years later because right, right. the interest rates and what they were making. And sure. It was, it, really, the recession that's hit, my biggest lost problem job. with Obama. The fact that those bankers got away with that bullshit and we didn't really nail them to the wall because they should have been. Right, right. So, I mean, so
0: I think that the bailout for that was bullshit because- they, they made a situation also where, as a real estate broker, there should have been all of these properties out there for pennies. Banks shouldn't have been, they should have been cutting loose assets like crazy. But because they were funded by this bailout, they'd have to let those they assets go. Right. And that made it that the guy who was working his ass off as a tradesman, who socked away fifty sixty thousand $60,000. You know what that guy should have done at that time when there was properties on the market for 50 grand? Well, the properties weren't there for 50 grand. He should have been able to take that money, buy something super cheap, turn a profit on it, and spur the economy and make this thing work out. But instead, billionaires got billions yeah. of dollars to, right, 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 to do it. But so my, I can make the argument that all three of those completely different presidents were elected on change. How is Joe Biden changed? Well,
1: Joe Biden is not
0: change. Right. No, I think Joe I Biden think if going
1: back I think to if the to DNC,
0: time DNC status quo. I think if DNC puts Joe Biden up there, I think they lose.
1: Well, it's a very. good I think that
0: that See, Joe then, Biden do is do Donald Trump's. Well, I, I I don't know.
1: We got a I have a couple. But, we got a lot of guys. Yeah,
0: yeah. we don't really though because they're only really the first, the top three or four.
1: So, but uh, you gotta have somebody that the Republicans, that the moderates will look at and say, Yeah, okay, I can vote for him.
0: Aren't the moderates – okay, so let me just ask you this. Are you going to vote for the Democrat no matter what? No, but
1: no. I never have. No, no, no. Against well, Trump. Well, wait. Against Trump, yes. Right. Because I okay. – because just – I can't. Right, right, right. But I'm just saying – Good Lord. If any if, – if you're in a
0: 32% of Democrats, you're going to vote for the Democrat no matter what. If you're, you're an a, independent – if a good independent comes up. But not against Trump. Because no, if you vote. Then, votes, yeah, so right, right. right. I, I get it. So, what I'm saying is, those aren't votes, and I hate to say that anyone's not important, but those are already votes that are in the bag. Donald Trump's the, the mistake I see him making is he's catering to that 32%, like by doing this dumb shit with the wall and all this other stuff. Right. So, like, I don't understand why you're not trying to appeal to the middle. That 36%. Those people who don't know. That, right. I don't know. And there were so many people that were going to vote for Bernie Sanders that decided to vote for uh Trump, which to me seems ideologically insane, but they were voting for change. That's right. it. Bernie Sanders was change, and then you know, Donald Trump was change as well.
1: But isn't Bernie Sanders also, I mean he's been around for a really long time. Oh yeah. yeah Nobody no, no, knew. No.
0: He's certainly not, but, he, but he's in no way, shape or form status quo. He's completely. And if you look at the way that the uh, the everyone's gone, most of the people are running on his platform anyway.
1: Well, right. He's, got, he's he he is the new face of the progressive. Party. He
0: is the grandfather of it, yeah. as far as that goes. And I'm not. I I canvassed for him. or I didn't canvass for. Him, I phone banked and all that stuff for him when he was running the primary against Hillary because I was not for Hillary. I ended up voting for Hillary. Didn't matter. I live in Illinois, so it wouldn't have mattered anyway. Right. But um, the the situation with like right now I don't I don't really know um, I'm fine with I, I I want someone that beats Trump because of the judges situation but I'm not so like I'm not if if Trump wins again because they ran Biden I'm not I was I was I was the least upset guy in the world that Hillary Clinton lost I no, voted for her I, I wasn't upset I was like I don't I don't care that was not going to be changed she was not going to Joe Biden was caught in an open mic saying to a bunch of billionaires that don't worry nothing's going to change. Oh, I'm done. I'm out. Dude, there's people that need change. There's people that fundamentally need change. When when, when you're talking about, you want to spur the economy. If if all you're worried about is jobs and the economy, then forgive all college debt. Because you know what? Now those people that leave college and get a job, they can buy a house, they can buy a car. Before they couldn't, they're going to go live in their parents' basement and start paying that debt off. That debt has become so much that they're they're bankrupt already when they start out. Oh, yeah. So the economy is not, not not getting anything from this situation. A bunch of rich colleges are getting the thing from the situation, and that's it. So if you want to make the economy better, uh, Joe Biden's not talking about college debt forgiveness and stuff like that. No. Joe Biden's not talking about Medicare for all. Joe Biden's talking about trying to fix Obamacare and put a public option in there. That seems crazy to me. If you're telling me that there's a public option, that then that means that there's going to be a post office sort of situation that you can purchase your health care through here, and this company will not make the 30% profit that Blue Cross Blue Shield makes. Who's going to buy Blue Cross Blue Shield when you can buy it with – so there's, from my understanding – of healthcare goes to clerical. So that's to the person that pushes the paper around to make sure that this gets paid, that gets paid, he collects the money. He's the guy who has the job at the insurance company. 30% of the money goes to the guy on the yacht who's making the $49 million a year as the CEO and the higher ups. Just because he's
1: there. Just because
0: he's got this great idea to have this casino that figures out exactly how much to charge you so they make a ton of money. And then... The other money from the situation goes to thirty percent, three percent for clerical. That's thirty-three. The other sixty-seven percent is the actual healthcare system, which our healthcare system also needs to be reformed because there's way too many vice presidents and people sitting in administrative positions in hospitals that don't. There's no. You're not doing a job. You're just collecting a paycheck. You're not needed. If you go to other countries and look at their systems. They have far there's less, so many overseers. there's a lot of less BPs and stuff like this. Um, so those jobs need to go away. If you make a public option, the guy who has the job, who's actually doing the work at the insurance company, he keeps the job. He just goes to work there like they do at the post office. And he does the job of pushing the paper. But the 30% guy, he's gone. Like he doesn't exist. If you could buy the exact same health insurance, that you could buy for Blue Cross Blue Shield and it was 30% less why would you buy it from Blue well, Cross Blue Shield? Right. So wouldn't that and, essentially so, at some point put those businesses out of business because they well, can't exist in the health profit?
1: Is good because the doctors won't go with the public option. They won't take that insurance right, because right, the, only, right, right. the only people who pay are the Blue Cross Blue Shield owners. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you can't have it both ways.
0: Well, I don't know if that's necessarily true because the way, the way I understand it with the public option is – the public option would still pay the same as blue cross blue shield they just don't pay that 30 percent to that one
1: guy yeah, but then aren't you doing the same thing as medicare or medicaid well uh, that's
0: not no, that's what medicaid i'm for is. i'm for i'm for a medicare for all situation and i'm for it because now we're going to take every single health insurance is is better if you have a bigger group right so the bigger the pool the better you do so if we put Every single person in the now pool. Unless you're
1: talking about Medicaid. That's the state. That's the state. That's the government insurance. Yeah. You would think that the government insurance would be cream of the crop, great insurance. It's the worst. Those those people, that, the doctors, you have to. Oh, okay, yeah. A few yeah, yeah, doctors yeah, yeah. accept right, right. sure, it. Sure, it sure. I mean, so. But if the healthcare system I get is where overhauled, you're coming
0: from, overhauled into Medicare for all, the doctors won't have a choice. Because they will, because there, they have to take it. We're right, we're yes. not going to have Blue Cross Blue Shield is gone. It's not an option anymore. We, you know, these people have abused this situation so much. Tough shit. It's gone like that. The, the gravy train's over. That's finished. We're going to do it this way now, and everyone's going to. And I think the outcomes. I th- there's there's so many upsides to it as far as like there's a lot of people who don't go get their health care things taken care of because. Can't afford it, and I don't want to do the thing until it'll very late, and then everything's wrecked. My teeth are falling out of my head, all that's going on. If everybody has health insurance, where you can go get your teeth cleaned, you can go get your heart checked out, you can go get things done. Oh, no, I agree with you hundred percent. Right then, 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 then things are better. So half measures for me never get it done. So if that's if we're talking about Democratic candidates, Joe Biden's got half measures. Everything's incremental, little time. Granted. It's change, and it's changed from Donald Trump, who is besides a crazy man, he's the Mad King. He's a terrible statesman. Like he's terrible at being the president, as far as that goes. I think that there's people that just hate Democrats so much they take joy, and I get them all the time on like you know social media, and like you're just upset, and I'm like if you knew me, you'd know I was not upset that Hillary lost. You, you, don't use that card on me. I don't care. Um, but there, 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 I saw a hat that said, uh, um, Trump 2020 make Democrats cry. Like, and that was a hat that people could buy. Mm-hmm. It just dumb. It's like, it really, that that's your goal in life is to make a Democrat upset. People are
1: forgetting that we're all in the same country here. We're all in the same boat. Right. If, if right. I get health insurance, so do you. You know, if, right. if, if something right. good happens in this country for me, then that same good thing is happening for sure. you.
0: So for you though, Joe Biden's your guy. Uh, no, no, he's not my guy at all. That. I'm In saying fact, I, I can't understand. even watch the news nowadays because if they say they keep yeah. telling me that Joe Biden's the
1: guy, well, they told us Hillary was going to win, and that was a crack of shit. Right. So, so,
0: they made Hillary win.
1: Well, I'm not. I'm talking about the the election between her and Trump. Right? Right? nobody. Well, expected they told that you that to Hillary
0: happen. was going to beat Obama too, right? They for sure. There's no way he was never going to do it. So I mean, I have no faith that that that. Uh, Biden's going to be the guy. And the other thing that I look at is they keep pointing to this poll, which is really, really tight. And Biden keeps losing ground and they, Warren and Sanders, keep gaining ground. Now, if you take Warren and Sanders, they're the two progressives, right? Those are the two. Is there somebody more progressive than those two?
1: I don't know that anybody's had an opportunity to be more progressive than those two. Right. They have the biggest platform. Right.
0: But as far as like, I mean, Elizabeth Warren has a plan for everything, right? right. She's got a plan. I got a plan. I got That's her whole that's her slogan is I got a plan. These are the two most progressive people, and they're running at like uh, 21 and 24 percent, right? Like the two of them are somewhere 19 and 21 percent, and Biden's running at like 24 percent. Right. If you add up these two, they smoke Biden. If they
1: combine fortunes, well, wh- they'd be where unbeatable. would they?
0: Right. If one of them dropped out, where would all their votes go? Oh, right. To the other one. So, like, there's a way bigger. The news keeps showing you these numbers, and people are so dumb. I'm sorry, Democrats are fucking stupid. Like, how many times you got to do the same thing and have the same thing blow up in yeah, your face? It's
1: the definition of crazy.
0: Right. If you don't, like I say, if you run, I, I said it when, when Sanders run, if they run Hillary, we'll lose. And I remember being a guy that was saying, I had a cousin that's a Republican. and he's like, uh, He's like, oh, no, Trump's got no chance at all. No chance. And I'm like, I'm telling you, I think he can win. And he's like, well, that's no because you way. hated
1: Hillary. Well, it was just because of that. Again, it you're was not because I understood at that, that demographic of old school Democrats. I hated Hillary, but I knew
0: I didn't hate Hillary. I-, I disliked Hillary. I hate's a big word. I disliked Hillary for certain reasons. Certain things that she did made me dislike Hillary Clinton for. Factual reasons that I did not like. I didn't want another Clinton. I didn't. I don't. We don't need dynasties in this country. I don't need that shit. Find somebody else. Not that last name. Let that shit go.
1: It's not the first time it's happened.
0: But right, 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 right. So I, I was, didn't want another Bush, and we had, we had that
1: too. Well, I mean, this goes all the way back to the beginning.
0: Right. Like there were... So I, I was not for that to begin with, but I was not hating on her, and I knew that she would drive. Republicans to the polls to vote against her.
1: For oh, sure. I mean, Just like he's going to drive Democrats to yes, the polls yes, to vote yes, against yes. I, I
0: Honestly, the way I look at it right now, I I, I, I see all these Republicans, um, Republicans, Trumpsters, that are so overconfident that he's oh, going he's, to win.
1: Oh, they'll, I'll tell you. Well, in the next four years, he's going to do this and he's going to do that. And I just smile and say, I'm, I'm like,
0: safe. I can't wait for this election to happen. And then I'm going to look for, And i to making a list of all. I no, want to no, vote no. him out of office. Yeah. I, I don't, what I don't get is, and I mean, maybe it's a civics lesson, but why can't he lose the election while he's still president at be impeached? It seems to me that the threat of, because I mean, Republicans won't get behind, not all of them. Some of them are now. Behind impeachment of, of him in the House at least. Once he's no longer a threat to them, why do why would they care? Like if he's, you know what I mean? Like they're afraid that they'll get primaried by a Trumpster and then lose because he's
1: popular with Republicans. Well, he's even stopping that process? Like the, the, big, the Joe Walsh the big red yeah. states are saying, Oh, we don't need the right, primary. Right, right. Uh, where are we living, people? I
0: this think is America. I think it's adorable that a guy Joe Walsh is a raving maniac. That guy's an idiot. He's, he's the senator from Illinois, yeah. and he is going to primary Donald Trump, which I think is is useless and silly. What he what he what he could do if he thinks he's going to help is forget about primarying him, save as much money as you can, and then run as an independent,
1: right? Be a spoiler. That that's it. But so and that's what you'd be. You'd be right. a spoiler. You'd just take votes away from somebody who could actually win. Sure. And I mean,
0: you know, we spent a little bit of time, you know, bitching about politics. Really, the the thing that I would like to see, I would like to see change. I would like to see if there's if there's flaws in the VA system. I want an agent of change in there to make that happen. Well,
1: and there's flaws in every system. And yeah, it. I've I've always I, I said it the first time we were together. It doesn't really matter who's in our office. There's always going to be problems with with the system with the VA system every system's gonna have problems there's no there's uh, no you just you can't avoid you buy cars. a car things go wrong with right
0: if you have no car nothing's gonna go wrong because you have no car no car. right right
1: so right. I I would like to see families you know take away so yes if, if your family member is in a veteran's home go check on them yep make sure that what's sure. going on is is on the up and up Make sure that you're you're decent to those people because most of the ones that are only making the $15 an hour are really busting their ass to help your own family.
0: Well, I'm glad that you're telling me they're making $15 an hour. They are. Oh, yeah. They're,
1: gov- like they're, said, they're, they're
0: government. In Chicago, they're, they're making $9 an hour or whatever. Private business. sector. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: Don't get me wrong. There's still ones. I mean, I've watched. I've watched somebody look at my father and say, well, yeah, at least I can wipe my own ass. It's like, oh, oh, you have no idea that I'm his daughter. I will take a bitch out. Don't you ever talk to him like that again.
0: Sure, sure, sure.
1: And then there were ones that would have done anything for him. Yeah. And, And such wonderful people. And when he was dying, I would sit in that room with him. And there were people from all over that VA coming to see him. And, oh, Bruce, God, we feel terrible. So it has its good and bad. Did they miss a lot of things? Yes, they did. In the end, were they the ones who told me, well, we don't even have transportation to take your dad to Heinz. Even even if we could even if we could get the scheduling to work it out to get him there, we don't have transportation. You know, uh, How I, do you not have transportation? You're the VA. Take him to a VA hospital. Right.
0: I'm really? so glad that the VA is in existence because that wasn't always a thing, right? We didn't always have great health care for our veterans. But if you put yourself in the shoes of a coal miner or somebody who just he he wasn't a veteran he, he didn't right. see comedy he wasn't disabled and he ends up dying at home shitting himself and everything else because he has no care to me i think that those people i i think they're going to have feelings the same way as someone that that is a daughter of a veteran you know what i'm saying like there's there like i don't understand i understand how we like if you got to prioritize it I, my thing is i don't think we need to prioritize it i think that we are we're spending money on things that we shouldn't spend money on. Right. Just
1: ball it all into one big thing and take care of it. Because
0: there's all kinds of people out there that are that are that get cancer and they're they meet the limit to, of their insurance and then they have to sell their house. They, and they have, have to, nothing and they die they, penniless. They die and right. They work okay. their entire life th- to try and make something, and everything's gone right. in, in the
1: end. And they're miserable. and that's not okay. It's not okay. And that can happen to anybody. I don't care what party you're with. Right. You are all only a couple of paychecks away from losing everything. Oh yeah, right. Or sure. one terrible sickness, or one child who's diagnosed with leukemia. Right. You're you're all only one moment away from that happening and right. devastating your entire world. Right. So why would you be against us all com- combining and doing the right thing for each other? It it goes right over my head. Sure, this is an enigma that I just can't and, figure out. And
0: anything that I, like you know I say things that like I'm not a fan of Donald Trump on a personal level or even a policy level. Like, there's really nothing appealing about that guy to me. Um, I'm not in any way, shape, or form trying to convince anybody who is. And I don't think that you're stupid because you are, like, you believe it. I think that you're misinformed and stuff like that so that you're – like, if you if you watch Fox News and only Fox News, I mean, Lou Dobbs did a whole thing the other, the other night on how – Trump is the greatest thing that's ever happened to the country, and these you no, know, thank you, thank you,
1: just just it's it's state. But how do you not to, think that's stupid? Look at Germany; they have oh, the no, same no, no, kind right, of propaganda. Right. They were they were firing people and, kill, right. and killing right. Oh, them. Well,
0: I mean, they, they wanted to fire the, just, oh, Hitler, Hitler,
1: Hitler.
0: They wanted to fire the people at the weather, the National Weather exactly. Association, because they went against and said that no, there's it's not going to hit Alabama.
1: How how are you an American knowing having had having had to have taken Mr. Brill's constitution test how can you look at these right. things going on and be like america that's anti-america right. it's, it goes against everything we stand right. for but I'm, I'm what i'm
0: saying is i'm never trying to convince them to not vote for the guy that you think is going to do the best job that's fine but but don't be an idiot no but my my thing is this i don't really care if you don't vote because just like the 32 percent of democrats that are going to vote democrat no matter what, there were people that were. That it didn't matter who the Democrats ran; they were going to vote for them. So those people are, don't matter either. So all I'm saying is, you're not an idiot. Neither side. Of your, I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, I might have said that that it's a dumb way to go about your voting life, but you don't matter. So it doesn't matter to me. Like I'm never worked out. If I get into an argument with somebody on Facebook and they're a Democrat. And they're completely – I had people that were totally upset with me over the Bernie Sanders stuff last time, like just completely livid. It was my fault that Donald Trump won because I was a Bernie bro or whatever the fuck like that. I voted for Hillary Clinton, but I still saw flaws in what she was saying, and I wasn't inspired by that. So my concern because of the judges thing is that the DNC will decide to run an uninspiring candidate, Joe Biden – and the turnout won't be what it would be if they ran... Elizabeth Warren. I feel... I, I still I you all love Bernie. I, I do. I still feel that he's the very best candidate just because I trust him the most out of all of them. Um, but I think he's too old. He's too old. But Warren's only like three or four years younger so, than him. What's wrong with Kamala Harris? What's wrong with... She's Bernie? got... What, um, Uh, Buttigieg is a centrist, I believe, no change. Um, And then um, Camilla Harris is, listen, if I'm going to send a guy to do a task that I think is a daunting task, I want him to say that I'm going to win. I'm going to get, I want him to say what Trump says. Trump says all these fantastical things and then he falls short. I don't, well, Hillary Clinton did the same thing. Bernie Sanders says, we need a $15 minimum wage because if you do the math, 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year, guy makes $30,000 a year, he can afford to have a life where he's not dependent on social security, disability, and And everybody comes along and goes, well, let's be realistic. $12 is probably all best we could do. And I'm like, listen, the Bernie Sanders plan for $15 an hour was not like tomorrow we were going to be $15 an hour. It was like over five years you were going to get to $15 an hour. You're telling me that from the onset of this situation, Hillary just dropped the bar to twelve dollars an hour, which means the guy now makes twenty-five thousand, twenty-four thousand dollars a year. Five years from now, which ain't gonna be worth what it is today. Right. Like it was, it was too small. Listen, the Democrats have done this. They play the uh, the uh, pathetic, uh, lovable loser role to the T, where they don't. They don't set the bar here, and if you don't make it, then you then you still get this out of it. So if Bernie Sanders was elected president, he said there's going to be a federal minimum wage of fifteen dollars an hour, and Congress fought him and he made it fourteen or thirteen, still would have got further. Well, he still wins. He still Look, gets fourteen because or thirteen. Hillary would have said twelve, and they would have fought him anyway, and it would have been nine. Right. So my thing is, is get the guy who's going to go for. I mean, my problem with a guy like Donald Trump is he says nothing. He says it's going to be the greatest. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the goodest thing. He says stuff like Republicans are going to be the party of health care. Still no plan. Right. Yeah, so, like, we're going to build a wall. have some substance. And is going to pay for it. Right. Yeah. And they forget that part and everything else. But Well, another thing that he's
1: doing, his new plan is taking money away from the veterans to build his wall.
0: Some of this stuff, I don't know how it's not third rail because... If you look at what he's taking from the veterans, he's taking like early education, he's taking childcare, he's taking, he's taking actually kind of important
1: things important from Important things. I said to somebody, a yeah. veteran, I said, he's taking money away from disabled veterans to build his wall. And that Republican actually looked at me and said, well, if it's for the national security and for the safety of our American people. They've just been brainwashed. So I'm like, oh way. my, okay, you have totally drank the Kool-Aid. Yeah. There, there's no getting through to you at all anymore. We only have the the, the same guy will post the
0: meme that like you know we're taking care of refugees instead of our our veterans, which isn't true, right? We, no, it's okay. not true. And but they're upset about that. But then if we're taking it to build a useless wall, it's okay. It's okay, right? Because because but I think they've been told time and time again that it's okay. It's okay. That, it's, yes. it, that that's For the right. best thing. And it right. works. It right. works. It absolutely well. works. Right. And I think the thing that I always say is if you want to believe something. And then someone tells it to you in a way where it's sort of believable, you just believe it and you move on. If you don't want to believe something or if you're a skeptic on everything, when they tell you something, you spend three more minutes just thinking about, well, wait, because the one that, the one that came up that was like, um, they want to do a merit-based immigration, right? So it was on the news and Donald Trump and his cronies were on there and they were like, Listen, we want to change our immigration system to like other countries where we do it by points. And if you have – we want to get the best people for the country. So we want people that have PhDs. We want people that are you know, doctors and this and that and engineers and everything else. And we want to bring the best people to the country. Now, when you listen to all those words and you want to be on that side, you go – That's great. Mm -hmm. That's awesome.
1: Because it sounds great and it sounds awesome.
0: But when you stop and think about it for a couple minutes and you go, all right, so wait a minute. You were upset that Mexicans were coming here because they were taking your jabs. Now you're only going to get the jobs that are good jobs taken from you. So when I came out of high school and I had, you know, seven or eight jobs I'd like to have, strawberry picker wasn't one of them. Watermelon picker wasn't one of them. So why are we saying those people that do those jobs can't come in. And, but the guy who's already got the degree, listen, let's, edu- let's work on our education system, educate our own children that are already here, second generation, fourth generation, fifth generation mm-hmm. Americans, have them have those jobs, have the entry-level people come in to take the strawberry picker job and everything else, and then they can afford to put their kids into our great educational system so then they can get the great jobs because now you're familiar. talking about Americans, yeah. not foreigners getting all the good jobs.
1: Sounds familiar the way it's been working for the last.
0: Well, while. right, know, right, right. But when you first hear the sound bite, and if you want to well, I mean, believe it, then it sounds great.
1: It's the same it, thing with it everything.
0: Right. Great. A you wall can put your heels to, together and right. say, I want to A go. A wall home, is but going but to do this great thing and everything else, and then you. Think about it. You go, oh, well, most sixty percent of the drugs come in through ports of entry. Right. It doesn't really work. uh You know, El Chapo keeps digging tunnels underneath the fucking wall anyway. Right. That doesn't stop anything. So the wall is like billions of dollars of wasted, wasted. vanity project. Totally wasted. Right. That, that's not going to do anything.
1: Yeah, no. So you're going to keep the the single moms or, or the families with their little kids that are just looking for a better way right. of life out. Oh, that's all you're keeping out. None None
0: of the bad, bad guys, the exact the hardened criminal with the money is going to find a way to fly it over. It it. Absolutely, is right. So I mean, it, if you take something that you want to believe and you just say, "Well, wait a minute, let's roll back a little bit, look at the big picture," maybe you'll come away with a different point of view. Yeah, because I don't know, everybody's got to have their own. They got to come to it themselves. The problem with trying to tell somebody, "Hey, that's a bad idea," when they've already hardened themselves. It hardens more.
1: The problem is that they they don't want to take a step back and look at it. I, I no. I've had Republicans actually say to me, "I don't care about facts." Yeah, obviously. That's
0: awesome stuff.
1: Yeah, right. I don't. I don't know. So we might be too far gone with some of these, with some of this. No, I think you are. I think you totally are. That that's fine.
0: Nixon had a twenty eight percent approval rating among Republicans, or, or, or I think among everybody when he left office. So there's people that no matter what right. happens, they're just going to be. And you still, to many Republicans, considered a
1: great, great man. Right, right, right. right, so, right. Not, but, but So
0: you've seen the Democratic debates. Does anybody, is there anybody in there that you look at and the things that, that Marion Williams has said things in interviews that I'm like, she's not wrong.
1: She's not wrong.
0: But then she says something about crystals and I'm like, you're she, fucked. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Okay, she's
1: bad.
0: Right, 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 right. So, I mean, you know, she's got things that, like, you know, you're, you're, uh, there's
1: things but that. But she hasn't. There are people she speaks to with that. There are people who believe in all of that 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 will be like, oh my God, she's my man.
0: Which is dandy, but it's not true because crystals hold no fucking powers. So, but
1: people, yeah, people
0: you believe can believe what all they you want. What want to but I'm just saying, we Ask can't elect the, that person. The salt lamp dealers. Right, but. <laughs> When, yeah, right. When I when I first heard that she said things that sounded realistic, I'm like, well, you know, she's not she's not wrong. We need to love each other and stuff like that. But then when she says something about crystals, I'm like, oh, fuck. You're done. That, 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 you're disqualified from it now. So you're completely off my radar. You're done. Um, there's guys that are French guys that I actually have uh, listened to two hours of Andrew Yang talk. He's a smart fucking guy. He's a real smart guy um telsey Gabbard, another one that's a really good candidate doesn't seem to be getting a lot of traction but she's a vet you know like a, a legit freaking vet right. she cares about veterans she just came out with the, did you see the commercial she just came out with with totally livid with donald trump's tweet about the we're waiting for the kingdom to tell us who to attack that was his tweet with the whole yeah. barbomb and the uh, oil well thing so it's like, I think she kicks his ass as far as like in, in a head-to-head, you know, against each other. Um, well, she
1: definitely be smarter, but
0: anybody would be smarter. Right. And I honestly think that the- He's not a bright man. I think one of the only people that can lose it is Joe Biden. I'm, I'm sorry. I think that you lose, he he was in a, I don't know how he's still there. He as, was in yeah. a debate saying, you play the record player. Yeah. No, I know. no one's got a fucking record player unless you're an ironic fucking hipster. What the fuck are you talking about? There's no one's even hardly watching TV anymore. That's right. not a thing. Like right. fucking what the fuck? You, you're he's what, 77 or something like that. He, he, he's
1: he's not the best guy. Like, are you kidding I don't know. me? When you look at them all, though, who is the best guy? It's still too early for me to tell. I can't I can't give you my. my I believe that we're person.
0: all going to get behind whoever is against Trump because just the judges for me. That's it. Trump can be, pre- if they made a president and said you can't you know, put any more fucking Drunkie McDrunkerton on the court, then that'd be fine. But because he, he's going to blow this thing up and then they can watch him fail and that'll be fucking hilarious. Uh, he lies now crazy and says crazy things and things are supposed to be going well. I don't know what he's going to do if things start to go down. Well,
1: and what's he going to do when he no longer has to worry about being reelected? It's a, it's a known fact a, that presidents right. in their second term really shake things up. Obama didn't. Well, nope, Obama took didn't. all that money from
0: Goldman Sachs, and he did fucking diddly fight. He was a lame duck. He was terrible his second go around. Not like I said, Obama wasn't. Ugh. He
1: was not the Messiah that everybody thinks we think he was.
0: But he was my my I guess my only point with that guy is he got a if you're talking about electability, change is electable.
1: Well, and he was a likable guy, and he was a good man. He sure, was a
0: terrific talker.
1: Trump is not a
0: good man. No, no, he never was horrible, though.
1: Horrible. Oh he's always. I mean, he's not. He's not hiding it.
0: No, no, no he no, knows no, he's a at I mean, you know and he doesn't care. Maybe I. I honestly, I'll give Trump this. He is. He is the best. He's the best politician I've ever seen in my life. He's amazing at going from. So you always sidestep. Well, the the sidestep and the whole he can go. Put his finger in the air and go. All right, this crowd wants me to say this. Right. He'll say this there, then go there and say the complete opposite thing. Like that crowd wants something. Just players like players. videotape doesn't exist, and you right. can just make him like. And it, it, it's it, it's crazy. It's that, it's that, it's no, no, not no, not no, no. That's fine. And I, I believe that most of the people that uh, are that that are really really in love with Trump. They just – they believe. They really do. They believe he's the best thing for the country. They do because they believe things that aren't true. They believe things that like you know, black and Mexican people are there to ride the system and and, and steal all the money and all their money and their taxes go to that stuff and it's just not true. Uh, 67% of your taxes go towards fucking military industrial complex, buying tanks and jets and shit that we shouldn't be using anyway because – you can't bomb a country into not hating you. That's not, you bomb right. them and then they hate you more.
2: Right.
0: So, you know, the the your money is going towards things that you don't want to pay for either. Aircraft carriers and shit like that. That's a lot more expensive than the person that's getting $400 with the food stamps a month. So, like I said, the aircraft carrier goes out to sea, does whatever it does. The food stamps go right back to the grocery store and, and it goes back in the economy. But I believe these people believe that he's the best thing for the country. So they are doing what they know best to make the country better. I, I really do. I think that most of them come from a good place. There's a couple of them out there that are, you know, douchebags that are, they just like it because they think it makes Democrats cry. Um, I don't think it makes Democrats cry. We're going to Friday night, you'll be here and we'll have a bunch of people out for our heathen, you know, heathen
1: uh, dinner, heathen dinner yes.
0: and, uh, I um, bought a sixty-dollar huge pork roast, nine pounds of pork roast. Nice. It's going to be good. Uh, <laughs> but none of those people, and there's some of the most devout liberal empaths that I know, cried about.
1: Oh God, no! They got
0: they got pissed. They put on the pussy hats. They went and marched. They did all oh, the things. Yes. It, it actually motivated them. So this fallacy that these. You know, uh, little roly poly. Oh, the snowflake thing is. It, it you know, just, the, just makes me laugh. The fallacy of the, the, the that these literally roly poly, you know, guy in California that we both know who thinks that we're all crying and everything else. So Dude, wrong. it ain't happening. That, no. that, that, and you can, your little fantasy of that is, is wonderful. You're, you know, oh, knock it off. Like, no one cares that much. All you're doing, every every time, and I have been saying this since the beginning, the more Donald Trump beats Donald Trump, the more motivated people get to make him not. If if Donald Trump is so right and so popular and so good, why are there – I think there's three Republicans primarying him right now. Walsh, the guy that was run as a libertarian last time, and the Appalachian Trail guy. What well, Right. So they're primarying him. So I mean – and that's – I think Obama – wasn't Obama primaried at one time? I
1: don't remember. Uh, the second
0: the second time out? I don't know. Mm.
1: I, I, all I know is, is is it's going to be – next year is going to be maddening even for the most politically involved. I'm
0: going to stay off of social media because I don't want to argue with people about right. stuff. And you I know, don't like to argue. argue.
1: I, Facebook, I, to me, it's like, yep, nope. I, I'm done. I'm done arguing. I'm done posting about right. it. I'm When, done.
0: when the thing it, went down it, today, it, I just backed away because I'm like, I'm done with that. I'm not even going to – and I value everyone's opinion. I would rather that we had a discussion that was productive than than anything if it, if it has to at some point go to fuck you and then it, then it comes back. Well, then it's okay. But for the most part, I think a discussion in person is better than a discussion. Like I, oh,
1: I would I would sit down with have these people. Like I said, big big long trail on Pat Murphy's wall the other night about you know. Grown up in the square and where we all came from. And half the names on that list are people who have called me names because I don't believe the same thing they believe. So, you know, no, it's not worth it. I'm not going to fight with my old childhood friends. I actually
0: gravitate towards like some of those people are the the people that I like to talk to the most. And we have some of the most engaging conversations face to face. face to face. I uh, can't their, argue. There are seriously times media. that it's I know, ridiculous. right? There are people that I know like me, and I like them, and we get into a thing on Facebook, and I start thinking, man, maybe this guy doesn't like me. And then I go have beers with them for a couple hours, and I'm like, you yeah, know, we get along
1: fine, right?
0: Everything's it's good. It's easy to be a keyboard warrior. Yes, right, right. Well, I think that you do things like you do in your my analogy is the car versus the grocery cart. If someone cuts you off in your car, you'll flip them off. I call him a cocksucker, or all that other stuff. Right. But in the grocery store, someone cuts you off, you're going to be like, hey, fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Unless you were Bruce Pledge, <laughs> right. And then you would. There you go. There you go. Now, uh, I only met your, your pops a couple times. Oh, right. yeah, um, your dad was totally. I'm, I'm, you know, terribly sorry that it went the way it did. Well, I wish you had more time with them.
1: Um, I'm. I just, I, I, I definitely want, I, we kind of went way off of sure, the topic. Sure, whole sure, sure. That's what guess, topic, right, right. But it is what it is. Um, But if anybody is still out there listening for that reason, uh, it isn't easy. It's not an easy thing to navigate. And if somebody that you love is sick and you're trying like mad to get them the help they need and they're a veteran, um, there's a few places you can go. The county. The county has a veteran's office within its county building. And they are a huge huge help they they know all the different players in your area they will help you fill out the paperwork they're fabulous at it so go to your county and utilize that that person sitting behind their desk because they're great right um get online and really really do your research I had no idea being in the game as long as I was and knowing everything that I knew I had no idea that my father because my house my dad bought the house because for a VA loan it was a much better rate. He got a much better deal. Yep. Um, so the house is in his name. And you know, I think that a veteran
0: should I hope that there's someone, a social a caseworker in their in their path somewhere, because as a real estate broker, there are all kinds of programs that right. you can, if you make the right decisions, and even if you're a guy who's not making a ton of money, you can definitely manage it correctly and, yes. and, and make it out of this. They situation make it very
1: okay. very good. Veterans can get a home. They they do yeah, their best uh, for that. Absolutely. But absolutely. did you also know that if you're if you're a veteran who's seventy percent disabled, who has a life threatening illness, you can purchase insurance through the VA so that your house is paid for when you die.
0: Oh. Well, Even that's. if
1: you are terminally ill, had I known that,
0: well, yeah. Oh yeah,
1: we would have jumped yeah. on that bandwagon. Sure, 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 uh, sure. But didn't know that at the time and now he's gone and it's too late no right so there's a lot of things that it's like had i known had i known had i known and as well versed as i am at all of this had i known but that was slipped up there were just there's things that you, there's just they right. don't tell you they won't tell you so if someone's
0: in that situation and you stuck around to the end of the podcast now you know now you know so yeah get that insurance yeah um yeah we we did two hours uh what you call it um uh, you know uh, I can't stress enough that I I'm so glad that the VA exists and I believe that they do every bit of it. And I Me think too. that someone ought to take a real good look at those programs to make sure that everything is being done correctly. And yes. I, I'm sure it's a, ta- a daunting task because there's so many different things healthcare wise that could go wrong with somebody besides diabetes and like all the other things that could, could make it different. So, uh, Otherwise, uh, good. I I don't think there's anything else that I that I got to ask.
1: Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> well, um, Thank
0: you. Ben. Right. No. No problem. Um, every podcast I say it, I'm, you know, always harping on. Please. Uh, I I I see the numbers for watching, and uh, um, they're they've gone up quite a bit. I have two more podcasts next week coming, which I'm looking forward to both of them. Uh, please, a little subscribe button that's down in the corner just click it. it it does nothing you're not going to pay for anything you're not going to get uh i don't know phone calls from me or anything like that um okay, there's, that would be great there's right there's <laughs> there's a lot this more Bill
1: <laughs> thank you so much
0: for listening uh there, there is, uh, um, there is a lot more people watching it than subscribing as right. far as it goes. I think I've got like 64 subscribers right now or something like that, which is great because I've only been at for about six months, but, uh, I'm like 1500 minutes a month of people watching the thing. And, you know, a couple, a lot of the months I was doing two hours of, that was my total 120 minutes that I did. So 10 people watched the entire podcast, which I, I don't think anyone watches the entire thing all the time. Uh, but um, that and then, like you know, if you can subscribe to it on Apple or the Apple Store or on uh, Google Play and all that other stuff, that's good. At least I can see that stuff. Again, I'm not doing it for dough in any way. I think there's some people out there I sometimes don't have that to pay you. no. <laughs> I mean, but I'm not even like there's no. Uh, I think people think that when you do stuff on YouTube that you're making you're
1: making money. No, not money. unless like, you're doing – no. Makeup. You
0: need a thousand there's subscribers, a which. I would like to get there someday to have a thousand subscribers, but I think I don't like to have a thousand subscribers because I'd like to be able to say that a thousand people are checking out and I'm doing a good job. And I hope to do as we go this, I felt like this went smoother than the first one. Oh, this absolutely
1: it went smoother. Than the first and I one. hope
0: the quality of it's all better and stuff like that. But, um, but anyways, um, I really appreciate everyone that is tuning in and watching it. Uh, leave comments. If you leave a comment on the, the bottom of the YouTube video, or or anywhere, social media, whatever. When I when I post the link, I will push it over to Jackie if she's got an answer for you. Then great. Maybe you'll find something that would uh, pay for three hundred thousand. Well, and there calls. were
1: there were a couple of people who reached out to me after our last podcast um, on Messenger, mm-hmm. and I apologize to anybody I didn't get back to. But again, my my dad got real sick, and my focus was yeah. Was yes. that? so send while. another message, so. and,
0: and they'll be fine. I mean, a lot of people reached out to me after the last one with the opioid epidemic thing, and I was, I knew that a lot of people were dealing with that, but I was even more surprised that there was, there was that many people there that were actually touched by it with the family. So right. um, I hope that there's something, I was looking for a way to do something helpful for other people, and this is what I came up with, so I hope I'm doing something. Thanks again. All
1: right. Thanks. Thank you. All right.